Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel classic. It's a movie, that's it's for a, sure. It's a movie that came out nine years ago. It's, I was just going to ask, when the fuck did this come out? 2010. 2010. I believe so. It uh, my first note was literally, this looks, I thought it was, I guess I thought it was more recent, because I wrote, this looks like shit for being so recent. <laughs> like, the first scene, I was like, it was a shot on a fucking potato. But, like, I guess that is, that's nine years ago, so that, yeah. that, that tracks a little bit more. Definitely after our time. I have never heard of this movie before in my life. I've never seen this man before in this, in my He's life. He's from Zeke and Luther, As Kitty which Palmer is a thing would that say, exists. Sorry to this man. And I could see him walking down the street, and I wouldn't know a thing. I do not know who this man is. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. Sorry to this man. Like, I don't know him. Yeah, I didn't really know him either. Uh, we're talking about Den Brother today. A movie which I picked because I heard it was bad. We've watched worse. We definitely have. I didn't get, like... That's the one that has a reputation for being bad? No, as opposed just, to the other I, shit we've watched? I wouldn't say reputation. It's just, I had heard people talking about it saying, like, oh, that one bad movie, Den Brother. I mean, Brother. it's not good. I'll no, tell you that. No, it's not good. But I've watched worse. I've watched... I, like... The movies, we watched some movies on here that have legitimately made me feel like my soul is leaving my body. Most notably, Dadnapped, and maybe most of the Poof Point, I would say. As opposed to other bad Disney Channel original movies we've watched, this plot is so weird. Like, it's mm -hmm. so not formulaic. Like, the plot of this movie is that he is the older brother, his little sister is G. Hanelius from Dog with a Blog. Mm -hmm. Who I actually interviewed when I worked at Tiger Beat. She was lovely. She's a really great person. Um, I know her as the voice of one of the Air Buddies. That's also something that she does. Um, but the plot is that she's her older brother, and she's got a Girl Scout troop or yeah. in this, but it's they're called Bumblebees, right? To avoid lawsuits, mm -hmm. and he becomes their den mother, like the leader of their Girl Scout den brother. And Which they say in the film. They, oh, they say it multiple they times. Say it a lot. He refers to himself as den brother. There's literally, like, hang on, there's literally the most groan-inducing line in the whole film is. He goes, listen, I've been a terrible den brother and a, a terrible, terrible regular brother. So, but then he takes long passes. Okay, the whole, the whole thing I feel like was improvised. The script sounds like he's making it up on the fly. But back to what I was saying is that it's a very unusual plot. There's not a lot of boy taking over Girl Scout troop movies. And so I really didn't know how it was going to end. I don't know. It's not like one of those formulaic sports ones or no. like, you know, like how really bad at the poop point they're going to save their parents. Like, so I actually was kind of intrigued to keep watching it because it was very against formula. It was kind of a weird like one-off. And I was like, how the fuck does this rap? Like, well, I, I don't even say it has anything to do with like a formula of Disney Channel or movie. It's like just basic storytelling that this movie just does there not is follow. There is no, much like Johnny Cavallari, there's no like narrative arc to this movie. Like I was like, like, it just, the whole time I was so shocked by the time they of it. I was like, we're only 10 minutes in? And I was like, oh, no, they we're set even up, at 40 more minutes? Like, I, I disagree with you on one point. Is they set up, like, four different arcs for the main character, and he just, like, goes halfway into that's each what of I'm them? Saying. Yeah, and, like, he does. But that's like Johnny Cap Hall. It's like there was, like, four different narratives, and, like, none of it, it's not, like, a, a good, like, structure of inciting action, rising, like, inciting incident, rising action. Character like, development, it's anything, like, no. It's wild. It's weird. My first note, let's just jump in, or do well, we have news? I have a little, just a little news. A lot of stuff has happened since we last recorded. Most notably, D23 happened. A bunch of news came out of that. Number one, Lizzie McGuire is coming back. 
that was a big shock in my opinion. I didn't expect them to pull it back, but Hillary Duff's on board, and I'm I'm gonna watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus. That's where most of the info was coming from. Is them talking about what they're putting on Disney Plus. Lizzie McGuire's coming back. I'm gonna watch it. They also announced a bunch of original movies exclusively available on Disney Plus, which I don't know if we are gonna dip into because it's like kind of a Disney TV original movie, but it's not a DCOM branded thing, so maybe once we run out of DCOMs, we'll touch on them, but whatever. So we got a trailer for High School Musical, the musical, the series, I think is what it's called. So whatever well, I'm confused. all fucking in. <laughs> I have never been more in. I I'm on the fence. I am so in. I, Luke showed it to me. I guess it was when we were on vacation. He showed it to me, and he like brought it to me, and I was like, sold. <laughs> Absolutely sold. They, like, I don't even know what it was, and it wasn't even really until the very end where I was like, oh, I'm fucking in. There's a openly gay kid. They finally are on the right side of history. They're, like, Ryan character. Well, we don't... They, no, they said that. Do they say There's that? literally an article about it. Oh, there's, there's an article. I didn't think... Somebody it's a, was talking about I, it. In the trailer, didn't I think they interviewed the it, actor. I can find it, but... They, it he, was heavily implied in the trailer. Um, yeah, and it's amazing. I yeah. love that guy so much. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. Where he's, like, where he's, where he, where he's like performing in the teacher walks in he goes where are you supposed to be and kid goes broadway yeah obviously <laughs> great line. Good I, line it's it's so fucking convoluted but sometimes when things are so convoluted like the plot of this is that it's like the high school where high school musical was shot has never staged a production of high school musical so you're watching these you're watching the story of these kids put on high school musical but it's all scripted anyway it's like three different layers of a dimension but for that to actually for them to actually make it, you know it has to be good because that sounds so insane. And I loved the trailer. And maybe it's because they were all dancing to stick to the status quo, and that's what struck my heart. But I because because that's the other thing is there's the meta narrative of the lead who is playing Troy is a sports guy who gets cast in the lead. I role. don't think he is a sports guy. I thought that was the whole point. No, is that like he the meta narrative? And I also read about this. Oh, okay, so I know maybe more yeah, yeah. Go ahead. If you so the meta narrative is the guy that gets cast as Troy and the girl that gets cast as Gabriella were dating. Right. They break up. He says, we need a break, whatever. And she starts dating a super jock, the captain of the basketball team, who's like very popular king of the school basketball player. They audition for High School Musical thinking they're going to get Troy and Gabriella, Mm -hmm. her and the new boyfriend. Right. In a chance to win her back, the ex-boyfriend tries out and he gets Troy and she gets Gabriella. Mm -hmm. Hijinks ensue. Right. But Emma, let's let's address the elephant in the room. I kind of feel like you're just you're very into this because you want new glee. Yeah, and, oh, and this <laughs> has big glee energy. It has big glee and energy. That's all I ever want. I talked about glee for forty minutes at dinner last night. Glee really? never ended to me. It's still happening. <laughs> it's still, episodes are still airing in, in her my head. <laughs> I, I literally the fact that we did not get a Hamilton glee episode keeps me awake at night. They would have absolutely <laughs> murdered it, and by that I mean ruined the musical. <laughs> what all of those white children? Like they did with everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Glee. Oh God. All right. I'm really sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, I think it was I'm off the rails. I think it was just those two things, and then Descendants three came out. I haven't watched it. Maybe it's good. We'll watch know. it eventually. We will. Um, but let's start talking about Den Brother. We open, and here's something I immediately noticed in this movie is I it f- looks terrible. Well, no, I actually it's a the deal- lead is not attractive. Yeah, well, okay. Let me. Say I'm just give those were my top yeah. of mind. Well, no, my number one thought is I think somebody. Who, whoever like was the cinematographer on this movie was definitely trying too hard because we open on this like kind of like impressive shot of the school like 
the doors to this ice rink, just like shaking as the crowd is cheering. He's like, they, we do a dramatic pan. And then later on at the Bumblebee meeting, he's doing like Michael Bay camera spins around every character. And I was like, dude, you're going way too big for this movie. I also movie. feel like he went way too big right in the beginning, but by the end gave up. Like the first few things are crazy shit. Like this, this, this hockey game is mm. insane. Oh God, yeah. Um, also, I, the, well, first thing yeah, I It's almost like he blew his load too early. And then at the end, they were like, listen, Jerry. By the end, it's straight to camera. Yeah, like, Jerry, we gotta stop doing this. It's getting out of hand. First thing I noticed about this movie is that you, you open on a hockey game. Number one, I have hockey PTSD from Genius, mm-hmm. like, and I can't watch hockey in these movies anymore. I don't give a shit. It's kind of the same thing as Genius, where hockey is not the focus. It's like a side thing. That we still spend a disgusting amount of time on, them, and I don't care about it. But I did notice the name of their school was Lemon Oaks, which is such a weird name for a high school. Well, it's the name of the town. The height, the town is Lemon Oaks? Yes, Lemon Oaks, it, like, it's the name of the small town is Lemon Oaks. Where, by the way? Uh, Utah. It's where shot, so I assume. I, they didn't tell me that. They kept, <laughs> no, they, yeah. they kept talking about the culture of this town, like, people, this is the only town where hockey matters. I'm like, where are we? I assumed Canada. Yeah, I, I could buy Canada, honestly. Does Utah, I, well, but then why didn't they just shoot in Canada? Cause they, I don't know. That's another one of their fave locations. Uh, but, so this hockey scene, it's just people playing hockey, whatever. It's a game. It's a hockey game. <laughs> But, like, I, the, the thing that threw me off is I kind of thought this was a dream sequence at first. Because everybody is so into the, this Alex character. Oh, I thought this was a dream, too. Yeah. It's almost played for comedy. How obsessed the entire crowd is. Not with the team. Alex, Alex Pearson. They, they all, They're like, hey, yeah, they, hey, yeah, they start like, panties off they for have, Alex. They like, have one of those, like, signs where everyone has a small part of the sign, and they lift it up, and it says, like, go Icehounds, that's the team, and then they flip it around, and which it's Which is just, also a stupid name it's for a, weird, a hockey team. It's a weird name for a hockey team. And then, like, they flip it around, and then it's like, go Alex specifically, and then the announcer guy is like, like, oh, there's Alex. There's Alex Pearson, the best hockey player on at the entire point, team. At one point, I wrote down quotes. At one point, the, no, 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 guys, he says shit like that. Luke's yeah, Alexander, no. at one point, the announcer goes, why? Why can't every player be as good as Alex <laughs> at a high school hockey game? I, yeah. Are the parents of the other kids there? But what's weird, and okay, so and the other reason I thought this was a dream is because everyone's like so horny for Alex, right? He comes off the ice and the coach goes, Alex, we don't deserve you. I was like, what? <laughs> it's, the coach is insane. But like, no, but he starts The coach at, is the worst actor in the movie. But he starts out on the bench and you hear the announcer go, why isn't Alex Pearson on the ice? And he looks like pissed off, Alex does. And then he just, like, vaults into the game all of a sudden. So I was like, okay, wait a minute. Is he, like, has he been, like, I was like, okay, so the coach is benching him. There must be some kind of tension there. No. And then he's jumping and being like, screw he's on the bench screw for no your rules, reason. coach. The team needs me. And then he hops in. No, he's, I don't know why he was pissed off, why he was on the bench. Because the second he's on the ice, the coach is like, oh, thank God. Everyone, get that puck to Alex yeah, it's like, every single like, oh, time. oh, thank God. Like, why not just put him in from the jump? You're the coach. That's why, another reason why I thought this was a dream, because it's like he's creating the situation in his head where like he can be I the hero. I thought for sure this was a dream. Um, quickly we learned two things about our main character. Number one, he's a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's not cute. You learn <laughs> both of those as soon as the helmet comes off. But the reason he's a dick is like this is why it's confusing to me. If he was just a dick who was a showboater and like always wanted the puck and always wanted to be in charge, 
I would be like, yeah, obviously. But the thing is, everyone reinforces yes. that, like, you're the best, and you're the well, only way. He is way the best on the team. He is the best on the team, but the fact that it's always just like, oh, thank God for Alex. Everyone give the puck to Alex. No other plays are going to happen. He's always going to have the puck. But, like, that's not how you create conflict, is what the I'm saying. The long and short of this game, also, because I just want to get through this, because I don't give a shit, yeah. is he gets on the ice, he has a hat trick, scores a goal, but then at the very end... It lasts, like, a couple seconds. It, his teammate Goose Goose has the puck. His last name is Gustavo, and so they call him Goose. I didn't know that. Goose. They has, make it very clear. I didn't hear. I wasn't paying attention. So Goose has the puck. I feel like I'm learning walking for the first time. What happens? <laughs> Goose, Alex, Goose, Goose has the puck, and Alex comes up to him. He's like, "Yo, man, give me the puck." You know, like the coach said, he doesn't say that, but that's what the coach said. And Goose just starts to like go for it, and Alex is like, "No, give me the puck." And they like two fight, people on the same team are fighting, fighting over, over the, the puck, puck. Yeah. and then they knock each other over and lose. Yes, and Titus, who is his uh, hockey rival, who is which in, nothing comes. He from is that. in three scenes, and I don't even know why they bothered. To One of him. which is a fist fight that happens completely off camera. Yeah, which I can't. Yeah, is. I. I, I talk about that i cannot believe i cannot wait to talk about that but so he uh they fall the guy steals a puck and of course their goalie must so, suck a massive oh, dick absolute by the way. ass well okay so in the the point of this this is how we learn that he's an asshole is like the team loses and they're all upset and like he's fucking jazzed he's like goose who cares like you see that hat trick like i'm gonna i'm gonna make the high school all-star yeah okay team. let's talk about this thing this does not, not exist. exist this is not the thing that exists but they, it was like it's like what they want i guess do. that kind of does in some schools well even if it is a real thing it's just plain stupid in my opinion my interpretation of it it was that they wanted to do the thing where it's like this hockey all-star is playing in the minor leagues and he's like, oh, yeah, man. It's not the I'm, minor leagues. No, no, no. But they they wanted that same vibe. Where it's like, hey, I'm playing in the minor leagues. I'm going to get moved up to the majors. I don't care about this little team. Like, he has a bad work ethic. He only cares about himself. But he, they wanted him to be in high school, so they needed a goal. Does he ever say that this is like to get into college? Nope. Is it like to get noticed by scouts? He just wants nope. to be he on the all-star team? he just wants to be on the team. Because he is lazy. an all-star, Emma. This is a high school, right? Are they in high school? He, he's in high school. He, oh, yeah, absolutely. he drives. He drives. Yeah, he, he drives. drives, yeah, yeah. Um... But so he wants to get on the all-star team, so he doesn't... The, the thing we learn is that he's a dick because he doesn't care about his, if his team wins or loses. He just right. cares about himself and his own performance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so he goes home, he bikes home, and he runs over the flower bed of a Miss Jacklitz. A very elderly... Not very elderly, but an elderly woman with a dog named Miss Jacklitz. Yes, and she's going to become corn later. There's a really... Yes? Okay. Yes, she does. But why <laughs> does this movie make the choice for the first, like, three times we see her, like... In this scene, the next two, she doesn't speak. No. Like, there's just, like, long, pregnant pauses where, like, he runs over her flower bed, he stops, like, looks back, they make eye contact for what could only be described as five straight minutes of screen time, and then she's like, Alex. And he realizes there's a flower on his tire and Mm -hmm. bikes away. Like, there's no, she doesn't speak to him ever. Yeah, they're trying to, I feel like they were trying to build her in, like, some kind of, like, you know, weird neighbor situation, but... Uh, I thought she was mute, so that's a weird <laughs> characteristic. Like, I was like, what? I don't know. It was, it's the strange. The scene where they're doing the chores and she, like, sets her dog on him and yeah. then comes up to him in his own yard and says nothing? It's, what was that? I, I, she's trying to be, like, she's, like, trying to intimidate him or something. I don't get it. It would be more, it would make more sense if she yelled at him for running through her flower bed. That is true. I thought it was so weird. It, 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 it That actually, again... Baffling choice if she was like the mean old lady of the yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, why? And then, and then once the change happens later, yeah, you find like, out she has a heart of gold. Yeah. And she's, and yeah, anyway. But I think they tried to make her the mean old lady, but the choice was like silence is meaner than anything. Or just they were like, we can't make her too mean because she has to become important later. But so he gets home and we meet his dad 
who is a college professor. He says he has to get home to watch his little sister. Um, Mumia's dad, who's a college professor, and very he's like, busy, very busy. He's teaching five classes. He's teaching five classes. He's got office hours. He got a ton of stuff going on. And we talked about this a little bit in Life Size, but they set up this dichotomy that Alex is upset the dad doesn't come to the hockey games, and he's just he's like, "Well, I'm super busy. I got all these classes to teach." And we brought this up in Life Size. That doesn't work in a single parent setup because, of course, their mom is dead. Yes. Oh, don't, up top, guys, mom dead. Don't know her name. Don't, don't know, know how, how she, she died. died. Don't know. I think it said it's been. Like, don't know when she died. I think they said like maybe two years. Three but I might, years. might be pulling that out of nowhere. You cannot be mad at the parent for missing your thing when the thing that's getting interrupted is the way you stay alive. Yes. I 110% agree. And it's also, it's not like, yeah, it's not like he, like, it's not like a Brink situation where he just, like, doesn't like yes. your sport. Like, Brink or motocross where the dad didn't care about cheerleading. He's family afloat. Yes. He needs to do this so you can have food to eat. Come on, man. And he's he's obviously like, oh, right, I'm sorry, I'm just so busy. And it's like, he's trying. He's holding this, he's definitely being held together by a thread, okay? Mm-hmm. He's also, like, he lost his wife. Also, they have a housekeeper named Ingrid who's mm-hmm. 10 million years old, <laughs> which was a hilarious gag. Well, I don't know why I found it funny. It, I didn't find it that funny. I found it hilarious. She's the, so old. The thing I found... The she, she, it's just like every cut of her is like not being able to work like a duster. Yeah, they, no, that, that was my, the only thing I found funny is the prop they give her is this weird like circular duster and she's just running it over like everything. Running like, it through the air and like, like she, <laughs> she's and like, and by old, I mean it's not like, oh, like she's just old and like she doesn't speak. She no. has no idea what's she, like, going hobbled. on. Like, yeah. like it is like Bethilda Bagshot and the uh, seventh Harry Potter. Like she doesn't speak and just hobbles around. Also, how old? I need to know. Mm-hmm. How old is G. Hanelius here? Because she acts to be six. God, she's got to be older than that. She's got to be around ten, maybe. I think she's definitely one of those child act. That got that worked a lot longer because she looked really young for a really long time. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe a little somewhere around there. She's by the way the best actor in this movie. Oh, she does a great She's job. She's acting circles around great her job. brother. Killing it. Her and all the little girls yes, acting circles I, around the, the, the little girls. Adults. The group of little girls are most of my favorite characters. They are movie. my only favorite <laughs> yeah. characters. And but so, um, but not even just like story wise. Those girls were pros. They were great. Their comedic timing. I was like stellar. Great. Stellar. I don't have. A, I don't think I have a bad thing to say about them other than that I didn't get to know them enough. I wanted more. I don't get that's and I really wrote that down because I knew there was gonna be five. Of them, I was like, I am not going to learn all these girls' names, and the movie knows it. But, uh, but so, he, like, the dad leaves, and he's like, by the way, I got office hours tomorrow, so you got to pick up Emily from, from her Bumblebee, from her Bumblebee meeting, which, as we said, is basically Girl Scouts. And he's like, yeah, cool, Can I whatever. Can say something really fucking annoying me? Sure. This whole time. They're Bumblebees. They refer to them constantly as Bumblebee Girls. Why wouldn't it just be bumblebees? Or just bees? They eventually started swinging that into the end, but they kept being like, her bumblebee girl meeting. I'm like, just like bumblebees. That was infuriating to me. Okay. Second thing. Why would it be a dead mother? Wouldn't be a queen bee. I had that same thought. <laughs> or a hive mother. Or something, something that would make sense with bees. Yeah. There's so many bee opportunities that they could have... I know they. I said basically this feels like a movie where they came up with the pun title first and built a movie. I know. They're I, like dead brother. No, I don't think they came up with nearly enough <laughs> when they started shooting this movie. I was just so infuriated. It wasn't Queen Bee or the Hive Mother or I and anything, anything yeah. but dead mother that doesn't make sense with bees. Right, but so they they do a classic siblings fighting over the remote thing. That's when I was saying she. I was acting like she's six because like what she's watching a cartoon for babies. Yeah, she's watching a cartoon that's just like a circle. But I did like, from an ironic standpoint, that he was like, "No, we've got to watch extreme sports." This gets 
I am so sorry to this man. Again, to this man. His I name am is so Hutch sorry. Dano, I think. Yeah, his name was fucking insane. <laughs> Hutch Dano or something, which is a porn name. I have so many notes for him. Number one, his hair looks miserable like that. It looks miserable. Well, it only gets worse. It only gets, there's nowhere to go but down. <laughs> miserable. His acting, truly. His, his performance. Painful. So painful to the point where he, and he also, did you get this? I can't think of a good way to describe it. I know this is a podcast and that's my job, but like, I felt like he was making up his lines as he <laughs> went and everyone was just yes anding him. Like, uh, I, like. I got that a little bit in like certain scenes where he just had to be like, your motivation is that you can't let your secret yes, get yeah, out. Yes. And then he's just like, oh, okay, uh, she's off doing that, and I'm doing this, and like that. And that's Maybe. screenwriting, too. It's both, it's screenwriting and the performance, but something about the way he delivers lines, it's like he would see, you can see him, like, constantly searching for the next thing to say, where he's like, eh, we're watching Extreme Sports. <laughs> so it's like, and he's like, and she's uh, the taking advantage of us of a set like it, it, it's such a oh god i can't describe it guys it's i'm really weird. sorry it's really weird i get what you're saying but so they they do that and then it cuts to the next day at this bumblebee meeting and he walks in and the girls are there and their den mother's there and she's like listen my husband got a new job we have me and my daughter who's also in this troop have to move out of state so you're gonna be without a den mother so this uh troop is going to be broken down you all are gonna go into other troops and then one of my favorite lines comes out which is Emily, who's the his little sister. She's says, so good. She's so, she's good. so good. She says, "This is a hilarious this is a good, line. This is a great line." She go, and then uh, she and goes, the delivery is, is perfect. She goes, "But we, the reason we form this group is because me something uh, one kid's name Tina t- Tina Sally. I don't know what the other. I don't know. I know. I know three names." Tina, Sally, whatever, whatever, and I, we're all best friends. And then another girl goes, what about me? And she goes, oh, and Rachel, Rachel kind, kind of, of I guess. guess. She literally, the line is I wrote it down too. She goes, the other girl goes, hey, what about me? She goes, Rachel is sort of our friend too. Yeah. I, hilarious. And also, Rachel's quickly becomes my favorite character. Rachel is also my favorite character. I love her. Rachel is my favorite character. Tina is my second favorite character. Oh, yes. I, I love her. Tina is great. So you guys, this movie brought me weird joy. It did. I have the same feeling because I was like, I know this is bad, but I like the the, me least, too. the bright spots really shine through, and these children are one of them. And I wrote down here, these little girls are acting straight up circles around him, even in this scene, because like these girls genuinely made me laugh multiple times. He didn't make me laugh once. But so the mom leaves with her daughter, and they're all like, "What?" Oh, also they say. They because if they get broken up into troops, they won't get to go to Camporee together. I love the term Camporee. Yeah, is is Jamboree copyrighted? Like, why know. do we need to call it that? I like Camporee, except for that would be end when we found out. Spoiler: like, Camporee's fucking indoors. It sucks. <laughs> I was like, fuck this. They, they had they sold like they had, they had to have run out of money, right? Like that's how, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The cinematographer in this movie they had hockey. Game, how expensive did that look in the beginning? And then how shitty did Camry look by the end? Oh, they God. were like, fuck. Yeah, they... Literally helping us help us budget our family is dying. Like, Jerry shot way too much film. $10,000 on the hockey game from the beginning, $5 on Camry at the end. I... Yeah, it's wild. But so, uh, dad mother leaves, and so Emily's like, hey, you're the only quote unquote adult here. Can you just, like, can we just run the meeting? And he's like, no, but then it cuts to him doing it anyway. Like, they don't really even convince him. I don't know what. 
point of that was. So they start doing this meeting or whatever. Uh, they there's a talking. Also, flower. there was a really funny part in year two where they are talking about they need a new oh. dead mother and they're like why their moms can't do it. Emily's mom is obviously dead, and then uh, oh, one of them's like, like my mom's a long old trucker. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke, but I love. <laughs> there's also one that's like I have four brothers with control. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know who wrote this script because it's so miserable at some places, and there's beautiful bright spots like my mom's. I think I think they had to call it a different writer, like prop, just assuming a girl writer to write the little girls parts, and that's why they're funnier and better than ever all the other parts. But um, and there's also a kind of cute thing where he's like, you just gotta beg them, like work on your like begging face, and they'll go like, mm, that's kind of yes, that's kind of so funny. funny. Yeah. No, 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 and they all go. Mm. And then he's like, no, no, not not good. And he goes, Rachel, good yeah, job. And Rachel. She's like, I wasn't doing it. <laughs> Rachel's the best. Uh, she's such a goth queen. She's a goth, yeah, that's I the whole thing. But she dresses like everybody else. It's amazing. But so uh, they're like sitting in the circle being like, okay, what should we do? And then like one of them pulls up a bunch of magazines and we could look at cute boys. <laughs> and he's like, no, we're not doing that. And they're like, how about we do a go for it? Which is a thing where we like go out and try and learn a new skill. Why aren't, uh, also, guys, why aren't any of the things like, Honey, or like, well, you just want to be more people. It's what the fuck are you, the bumblebees? We're not gonna use that. Sorry, guys. But so he's like, okay, yeah, let's go do that. And he takes them to this like outdoor ice skating rink. And I was like, oh, that's nice. He's taking them to like ice skate a little bit because he no, likes. He was obviously making them play hockey, and he makes them play hockey. Why would you do that? Are, like, are you shocked by that at all? I knew exactly that was what. Well, was I mean, happening. no, because it was dumb. Because he's not playing hockey. He's this, just okay, also shouting they, at them. he puts them all on like little pads and, has and them someone's wearing a life preserver. Yes. And also, <laughs> see that was funny. And then <laughs> this is guys. I shit you not. Wait, let me do it right now. Oh, all the songs they Mall. play. Or the no, montages. There's six different montages. There's a lot of montages. Movie. I think I think I counted it at the end at six different montages. But they're also quick. They're, they're, like, they're, they're mini montages, but there's six separate ones. This one was my least favorite montage. Okay. If I'm ranking them, it was so fucking boring. Yeah. You're just watching kids skate really slowly across ice. Oh, yeah. and then the cleaning cleaning up the yard montage. Yes. There's six. I think there's six. That, I think the cleaning up the yard might be my favorite that montage because that montage. was a good song. But yeah, and then they have the... Yeah, that was a good the, one. Yeah, that was good. Um, but so, they, he makes them play hockey. Dumb montage. Ha 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 His ha. nemesis shows up. Titus shows up with his other road dogs who don't, don't get names. And he does... There's like zero words exchanged between them. He just goes like, oh, is this your new talk, hockey team? Ha 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 ha. And then he immediately goes up and shoves Titus and they get into a full-on fist no, fight. No, 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 no. But, Do they? But, do they? I literally wrote nothing quite like watching two dudes mm-hmm. in puffy vests not fight. Like, they take it off camera. Because you can't show someone getting into a fist fight on Disney Channel. Can you not? I feel like we've seen many fist not fights. Not a fist fight, though. We've seen people get Did shoved. Did you see Brink? They were fucking beating the shit out of each other at the end. Remember <laughs> no, when they were like driving? Yeah, but, yeah, but that's like shoving or whatever. But they, No, they were throwing balls. I, I didn't see many. I don't think I've seen a punch in Disney Look, Channel yet. Go listen to Brah. The only fight allowed in Disney Channel is in jumping when there's boxing. Well, so yeah, we don't get to see any of the fight. It just cuts to him at home with the steak on his eye. Because he got punched. He got punched. He has a black eye now. Like, that was so infuriating to me. Also, the uh, costume designer on this movie had a strict mandate that he did not waver from this. It was this. No man shall cross onto this screen without wearing a puffy vest. Yeah, I feel like the puffy vest was meant to convey that it's cold, I got it. They're at a fucking ice rink. I'm yeah, there. I'm but, there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of puff going on. So he's sitting on the laying on the couch with the thing on his eye, and she's like, "You okay?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's fine. Whatever." And then out of the this nowhere, this was <laughs> fucking 
amazing. <laughs> Who wrote this? An algorithm? Like, the... It is out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. They're talking about the fight. The girl looks at him and goes, if mom was alive, do you think she'd take me to the meetings? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it was, it was like, they literally, like, instead of, like, slowly descending into an emotional conversation, they just rush to that. And it's uh -huh. like, what the fuck do you think? No. Like, no, actually, he's going to be like, actually, mom was an asshole and a drug addict. So, no, she wouldn't have taken you to any meetings. Like, yes, obviously. And it's like, oh, that's just, that's just, there's so many better ways to bring this point in I, than just this. Or more elegant and not as clumsy than if mom was alive, would she take me? Yeah, no shit, kid. Of course. Yeah, it's like, or like, literally, I will give you you this free transition. You know what would have been fucking amazing I, right here? Hang on. I will give you this free transition, Den brother. Why are you putting that steak on your right? Oh, it's an old trick mom told me after hockey games. That's Pay a loose money. <laughs> that was it. And then she's what she's thinking about her mom, and then she would ask that question. No, don't ask that question. My point is that's a fucking insane question. It is an question. insane question. It's an insane question. You know what? It's a good question, and I'll set it up for them right here. <laughs> Do you think mom was ever a bumblebee? And you could go, I don't know. Like, uh, and then she'd be like, I wish like she could take me to the meetings. Something like that. Any, that a kid might not know about their mom. Literally anything, honestly. But it would have been great. So that happens. And then we cut to school the next day. And also, oh, we we got a retcon thing. Back in the first hockey game, while, both while he's doing well and when he leaves, we see him looking up at this girl and having some intense eye contact. And so Who I Who is this girl? Matisse. Which, by the way, insane name. I wrote that as my next note. I said, her name is Matisse in all caps. <laughs> That's insane. And her little sister's name is Lorna, which is also fucking insane in a different way. Um, but no, my question was, she, this actress looked very familiar, which is what I was saying. Well, who is she? Not, I, I don't know. The, not the character name. Okay, I don't know. But, uh, so he, so I assumed by that eye contact, there was a lot, there was like a pre-established no. relationship going on there. No, no. He's just creeping on her. And she wants nothing. Yes. Because she's smart. So. Because she's smart. this guy fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. And Goose, he's also like, while he's exasperated with Alex, he's still his like best friend, but also kind of his whipping boy. Okay, the thing about Goose is that until the very end, I thought he was a ghost. Because he <laughs> never, he exists, he's one of those characters that has like no motivation other than to talk to the main character and be a sounding board for their inner struggles. And if you notice, until the very end, no one else ever interacts with Goose. It's like him alone in well, that like ice the coach, the coach does. Finally, but like they like are barely interacting. I was like, no, Goose? no, the coach does in the first scene because he wants to run his pressure offense that Goose came up with, and he says no. Puck goes to Alex always. But it is shot like a ghost where they just have talks, just them two. They're always all about Alex. They have nothing. You to You know do what with sounds kind of like Ghost Goose? Goose. That's what I was thinking. He's like Ghost. But um, so he's like, look, dude. Friggin, you could date any girl at the school because you're actually good at hockey. Why are you so set on Matisse? And he's like, because the plot demands it, pretty much. And she basically, he's an asshole, and she's like the one girl that doesn't like him. So and also, she's pretty. He's pretty. I don't know. But um, so he he literally walks up to her in the hall, and he honestly first he does it. He kind of does it normally. He's like, oh, sorry, at the game, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he says, are you doing anything Friday night? And she says, no, I'm busy. And he says, with what? And she gets a good burn back, which is, I'll come up with something. Good line. But then he just starts talking like no one has ever spoken. It's literally a joke how the, how terrible this scene is written. Where he he literally goes like Ron Burgundy. I'm kind of a big deal. He literally this scene, says basically this is the part where I'm talking about like where I this 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 is a good example. This whole scene felt improv. Like mm -hmm. it everything. The problem and why I say it sounds like it uh, 
is improv is not really his acting i realized it's more like the jokes don't end where they should like it's never like a tight like joke punchline boom except with the kids the jokes except with the kids the kids are amazing i'm talking about his scenes. kids are comedy goals his jokes like go on Mm -hmm. forever and the bits keep running and you're like stop stop this scene she has so he's hitting on her is like i'm kind of a big deal he straight up says like any girl would be lucky to go with me and she calls him out for being an asshole and mm-hmm. goes, um, yeah, I saw your hockey game. Like, uh, you fucking stole the puck from your own teammate, dumbass. Who's and also he, your friend. Who's also your friend and is your whipping boy. Then he's, like, checking in hockey is, like, saying hello or goodbye. It's like aloha. Mm-hmm. They never needed to bring that no. up again. You know what they do? Then she... I did kind of like this. I liked this right where it should have ended. Mm-hmm. They should have brought it back for one nip. She trips she him trips. with his hockey he's, stick. He's leaning on his hockey stick and she knocks it out from underneath him so he falls on the ground. And so she goes, aloha, and walks away after he trips and falls mm-hmm. and walks away. And then she turns back <laughs> around and goes... That was the goodbye aloha, by the way. No fucking shit. Like, uh, don't explain your joke to that level. Like, we all, I was like, oh, cool, badass, sick, walk away. And she's like, by the way, that was me saying goodbye. But, it, yeah, it was a crazy scene. But you know what? I can top it because in the next scene, we cut to another hockey game. And everyone's on the bench. And the ref comes up to the coach and he says, where's Alex? And there's like cheerleaders lined up in front of the entrance with like the banner. And he's like, oh, don't worry. He'll be here any second. He just likes to make an entrance. And the ref is like, you're enabling him, coach. And I was like, yes, he is. He absolutely, he absolutely is. is. He's letting him do this. And he's always giving the puck to him. Like that's his, like he's absolutely enabling this child's bad behavior. And he goes, eh, come on. And then everyone like, is enabling this child's yes. bad behavior, except for the, uh, the other den mother. I would say everyone in this movie enables mm-hmm. him. Yes. It's a movie of enablers. But, uh, and so he comes out, like, to his own theme music. Like, the announcer's like, oh, it's it's the Lemon Oaks very superstar, Alex Pearson. And he has a sponsored jersey. And he, yeah, he has a jersey that says Moses Roses all over it. And that's, like, a flower shop mm-hmm. or whatever. And so that's just stupid. And the reason this whole scene is stupid is, like, it hasn't been established like, no form of this has been established. We didn't see oh, him yeah. get approached. No, 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 no. We didn't see a need for him to make, make money. They give it to us in a second. It's just like, you're just doing this because you're an a-hole. But doesn't he say after that he was doing it to get money for the car? Right, but I'm saying... But we, then we reveal that it, it, he it, never even needed money for the car. That I just wanted him to pay for his own insurance. Right, but that that's true. But I'm saying we don't know that at this point. Yes, he's yes, just okay. putting on this whole goddamn show for no at reason. At this point, yeah, and it goes on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And is I don't know why it's happening. No. Also, so then they get pissed. Like, the ref, the ref pissed. gets pissed. And he says, you're suspended. And he's like... You can't suspend me. And the coach comes in and he's like, you can't suspend him. And he's like, I'm not suspending him. You are. And this suspension took me a lot of time to understand what was going on. I don't think I ever did. Because the way they explain it is bad. He's saying, there's no way a referee has this much power. He says, says, I'm going to suspend you. or The coach is going to suspend you for your actions. If he doesn't, I will suspend the entire team. You just just, said you couldn't suspend anyone. No, he said he he wouldn't. Because he he just wants to teach the coach a lot to do because he thinks the coach is enabling him. Oh, I thought he couldn't suspend. Like, the ref can't suspend someone. The ref should never be able to suspend (laughs) someone. The ref should be able to suspend you if you, like, throw shit or whatever. From that game. From that game. He cannot suspend you for From a season. season. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's not his team. And it, but yeah, so his threat is like, if you don't suspend your star player, I'll suspend your entire team. Why don't you just suspend the star player, my dude? But so, but he wants to teach the coach lesson, so he's like, so here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna not play, and then once the coach lets you back on the team, Zun will know that you're good to go. 
Whatever. Also, no, 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 no. There was also a crazy line in this scene where the rep yells at him. And he's like, hey, NASCAR drivers do it. <laughs> what? First of all, just name a famous hockey player. Or be like, the pros do it. Why NASCAR? It's not even the fucking sport you're playing. <laughs> I, I guess because he's got the advertisement physically on him. But yeah, a, a hockey player. But I don't know if hockey players do. They have. I don't think they get sponsors. Yes, they do. It's a but, professional sports team. Well, yeah, but I don't think they have it like on their jerseys like oh. he does. But also, so then he goes home and his dad's all pissed. He's like, you, I wrote, "What an asshole this kid is." I want the dad to slap him. The dad's not that harsh on him here. That's what I'm saying. No, like, he's just like he's like, an enabler. He's like, do some chores while you're here because you Maybe. need to learn, you learn some responsibility or whatever. And and this is where I got the feeling that I was like, okay, this is where the movie should have started. It should have started yeah. with him getting suspended. Why did we need the first part? I guess to set stuff up. But I feel like had you just this been movie gay- sets up until the forty minute mark yeah like i just feel like had we started more at this point it would have we would have had a much more much better narrative oh i agree i agree yeah but so he's at home not doing the chores that dad gave him and the bumblebees start to show up to have the meeting at their house and like the sister like drags him outside to like wave at the parents so they think that there's a supervision or whatever and so he's just like whatever but so they come up to his room where he's playing a video game upside down for no reason and they're like, hey, there's like, we're not having a good meeting or whatever. We don't want to do go for it. Can you take mm-hmm. us to the community center? Our one other troop in the area is doing like a event we can all go to. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I want to sit here and play video games. But he says, I do chores, but they're like, you're playing video games. And he's like, yes, but I'm formulating a strategy because I hate him. One of them's like, well, we could always ask Matisse to give us a ride. Oh, that's why he agrees to yes. go. Yes. And then he's like, well, excuse me. And they're like, Matisse is the junior helper for this other tribe. Tri- tri- troop. Tribe? Like, I don't know why I say tribe. This other troop. And, uh, and he's, and then this is the one, he has a decent delivery here where he goes, oh, excuse me, did you say basket weaving? Oh, I am in. I thought this was terrible. I like I that. I like to deliver on that one. I'll give him some credit there. So they walk to the community center, like, in a chain or whatever. And, uh, this is the scene where it hit me that the girl's name is Matisse. Where it I was like, hit me earlier. I, I was like, I was like wait, I was like, wait a minute. That's not, a th- that's, that's nothing. Um, also, this is like the scene where they kind of establish, I don't know if it's before they leave for the community center or when they're there, but like kind of that like, there's like a really strict uniform policy and the little sister always wears a pink crown instead of her Yeah, hat. that was that was in the first meeting. Oh, that scene. was in the first meeting? And then like, Rachel's obviously kind of like a goth. She wears they're like also, black they sleeves. They're supposed to be think that like, they were like, they put like their individual little twists on the uniform because mm-hmm. they're all like a little unique. I don't mm-hmm. know, like. Not cookie cutter. Oh, like, also we establish, we'll get into it later when she becomes one of the best characters, but Tina is very shy. And, and like quiet, in, And in the first me- meeting, she, he's like, what do you what do you want to say, Tina? And she just like goes like, mm. Oh yeah, like that's her first It's really cute. And she's always wearing hats, like yes. fuzzy hats. Well, they all are pretty much all wearing hats, but yeah, she's always wearing something fuzzy. So they go to this basket decorating thing, and this isn't the kind of movie I feel like needs a villain. But here's our villain for the movie, yes. folks. It's Dina, the woman who's got the world's biggest bump it on the back of her head. And she's the den mother for a ro- the other troop. For and like the leader, like the leader of all the troops. Like she's like the regional manager of all these Bumblebee troops in there. Do they ever, I, do, do they establish that? Or do they, or is she just like so domineering over all of them? It, I'm, I just assumed it because like they do. That's have, what I'm that's saying. A thing. Like Girl Scouts, like mom and yeah, mom, yeah. My, my mom was my Girl Scout leader, but she had to go to like a weekly meeting with like the other Girl Scout leaders, mm-hmm. and there was one like super Girl Scout leader that ran the meeting. Okay. So I'm assuming that's what she was because she was like counting the cookie totals okay. and had yeah, corporate yeah, yeah. on speed dial or whatever. That makes sense. They just never gave me that full, and I was just like, why is she the one in charge? Just because she's mean? Like as a I'm... former Scout, that made sense to me. Okay. But... Do you have any good tales from your time in the Girl Scouts, Sam? One time, me and Allie went to a, group, a like a campery basically, and um. 
um, we were sitting, this is my best friend from, um, like ages three to like, we're still friends. <laughs> she, we sat alone, didn't talk to anyone, did none of the activities. And Allie made me laugh so hard at the Camp Re that I peed my pants and I had to be taken home and didn't sleep over. <laughs> what were you laughing about? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you just remember the peeing yourself. Oh, right? yeah, I pissed myself. All, like, at a table in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Scouts, man. Yeah. No, nobody talks about scouts. But, like, I, I related to this shit. Like, there was, it was a very stressful activity in that, like, I felt a lot of pressure to, like, earn all the badges and, like, the best badges, like, the ones that looked really cool on your uniform. So, like, that was a real thing. They also have a few Girl Scout jokes in there. Did you hear that they called the one cookie Thick Mints? Yeah, yeah, I Instead did. Yeah, yeah I got a couple. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that yeah, That's funny. Um, but so Dina's like, whoa, 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 who, whoops are you? Uh, we're Young like, man we're, with we're terrible hair. Yeah, we're like, oh, troop 57, is that their troop, I think? All I know is the evil troop is 6-6, six, six, like yeah. the devil's member, which I thought was fun. <laughs> uh, I think they're 57. And he's like, yeah, we're troop 57, we're just here to do the basket. And she's like, whoa, no, I troop 57 is being dissolved because you don't have a den mother. And like, this is in the scene where he's like, no, they, they have a den mother. She's just at home, sick. She has strep throat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, really? And then he says, Mrs. Zamboni, because, because mm. I, I, when he does this, I immediately did, this movie zagged when I thought it was gonna zig, man, because he's like Mrs. Zamboni. And I go, okay. Right as he says that, my mind jumps to, they're going to eventually have to procure a fake den mother to, like, pose as Mrs. Zamboni. I thought they were gonna put Ingrid as the fake so den mother. So did! I was like, that's why we introduced Ingrid. Yeah. I was like, well, we didn't need that character, so obviously she will come into play now. And she's going to just be like, oh, yes. And whatever. they're going to like, yeah, like pipe voice, like sound crazy, it'll be played for comedy. Yeah. Perfect. They nope. don't do that. Nope. Meaning the Ingrid character is around for no reason. Entirely. She also doesn't get a real line until like the end you hear her say one word. But uh, so she's like, okay, fine, whatever, decorate your baskets. And they all start making like, their own baskets where it's like we're putting you know individual flair individual like, flair like the emily's is pink and princessy and pink mm. princess basket yeah. and i think rachel's is goth yeah she's like, like vampires and yeah. stuff i i get the feeling rachel's very into twilight and uh then the mom do we say her name is dina dina mm. with the crazy hair comes in and is like whoa 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 you can't make all these individual baskets they need to all be perfect because we have to sell these baskets and they all need to be exactly the same and he's like I mean, does everyone want to just buy the same basket? And she's like, yes, they do. And, like, so he, like, stands up for them where he's, like... It goes on for way too it long. Goes on for it, way it's, long. it's like a joke about America and baskets. Is this the America No, that's thing? later. The America thing's later. He give, is giving this but thing it, about but, baskets. But, and, like, baskets should be unique. And I, it, I was like, this could have been funny for one second. And it's a joke that just seems like he's making it up on the spot because of how it long does. it goes. I actually didn't think they were called True 57 because he just seems like, we're True uh, 57. And I sounded like he made it up on the top of his head. Yes. Um, one thing I will say though about this character and this performance that works unequivocally is he is not afraid to call Dina out for the fact that she's being insane. Yeah, I like the that. fact I that this. like he stands up for the girls. Like, I they didn't. Do stuff this different. scene, it was like trying to play for comedy. Yeah, and it's, it's but felt then, like they were coming up. But then but, later on, when he's further tricking her. No, no, I'm agreeing yeah. with you that. That and the, I was talking about the speech inside her house during the cookie thing. Mm -hmm. That was sick. Yeah, that one's good. The one in the changing room is good where he's just like, why don't you mind your own business? business. Leave us alone. Like, I don't know why you're so uptight about us. That was good. That was good. Uh, But so he, he stands up to her a little bit and then Matisse is kind of like, oh, you don't stand up to the thing. And I was like, no, he stood by his troop. I'm, I'm with him. Stand by your man. I'm with him on that one. She is essentially just has it out for a bunch of 
second graders. Yeah. Like, is bullying these little girls about, like, not being able to wear crowns and shit. And it's like, so you do feel validated. You're like, yeah, stand up for them because mm-hmm. this woman's a bitch. And, and, and she's targeting kids. them because of him. She does not trust Alex. Yeah. As a I, but I, you're still bullying little kids. Is it because kids. he's a man? No, I think it's because he's an asshole. That's true. Which we but, like, how does she know time. that? Every His face. That's true. Everything yeah, about no, it. Yeah, I look at him out. and I go, no thanks. That checks out. Um, And, like... So there's also a weird beat where Matisse comes by to look at all their baskets and she's like, Alex, how's your basket coming out? And he like hides it. And like, why does this happen? I don't know. Why? I'm grabbing Luke right now. This was so ridiculous. It was pointless. He's like, it's not ready for people to see yet. And she's like, okay, I'll come back later. And so he calls Moses Roses, the people who sponsored him, and orders a nice basket with like bees on it and everything. And then I was like, okay, I get what they're Filled with charcuterie, it I, yeah, appears. I, I do not understand what these baskets are for. And so I thought, okay, he's doing this and then they're going to be like, they're going to like find the tag on it or something and be like, he's going to get his comeuppance. For trying also, to pass it off. So now what happens? Guys, they're making tiny little baskets with flowers on them to like, clothes, like yeah. put cookies in. He orders like a massive cellophane wrapped gift basket. Yeah, I don't know. I think I may That's have said. That's so clearly not what they're making. Yeah, I may have It's no, so visibly not the same basket. I may have said basket weaving. That's not it. They're decorating pre-made baskets. And then he comes so in he with, comes like, in like, with a, a bigger basket. She's like, I love what you do with your basket. Like, That's so not what he, That's not what anyone else has. Yeah, but Matisse gets real horny for this basket. Let me tell you. I, okay, so I had a note. <laughs> Matisse's <laughs> fetish is someone being a really good bumblebee I and like, like a oh, good big brother first of all this is i make this note later but i'll say it here like it is insane that a majority plot of this movie is boy trying to get in girls pants via being a girl scout leader that's yeah. an insane plot but i feel like that basically what that's happening. the long that's the log line of the movie basically and that's insane and it works mm-hmm. because it's, she's horny for it i when don't they know start why playing this bit i'm like I'm like, oh, like having a good basket's gonna make her but it works. drop her. It works. And then the end of it, I was like, I guess it works. <laughs> because they never discover a price tag. No. Nope. And she's just like, oh, basket. And then it's like, walks away. I'm like, and then, and then in the next, And then in the next scene, she agrees to spend more time with him. Because we go to the, we go to like a, a sporting goods store, like a Dick's Sporting Goods, I guess, where the co- where the coach works. I assume the coach was a teacher at this school. I, I guess he also works no, at the... No, he's a straight up uh, skate sharpener. I guess. I don't know. And he's like, come on, coach. Put me put, back put, in. Put me in. As someone say, put me in, coach. I'm, re- I'm, I'm ready, ready to, to play. play. And he's Today. like, no. Okay. That was... We played that in his million dollar cook-off. <laughs> this was also... I want to see if you point out the same plot hole that I have. Or not plot hole, but just like lazy writing. Why would he not know that the ref is the all-star? Oh my god, yes, he's of course. He's obsessed with the it's all-star It's the most team. insane thing. And so yeah, yeah, three things. Two things are dropped on here. He says I can't just unsuspend you, and he's like, but I needed to be unsuspended to make the All Star team. And he's like, the ref is the coach of the All Star team. Why would the coach of the All Star team be the referee of their game? And why would even if it was? Why would Alex not, not know, know that who the coach who is, is the guy that's been refing all of his games, and he's obsessed with making this team? It's entirely insane. So he drops that on him. <laughs> I wrote down. I know how I double write notes sometimes, and I literally said, I feel like they're make they're both making up lines on the spot, and the other, and each guy is just going yes and because this coach his performance leaves a lot to be desired for me personally. And so when you have a scene. With it, without the buffer of hockey, is just this guy talking yeah. to Alex. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" I said there were two things, and I forgot the second thing. Oh, the second thing was that <laughs> they, they reveal that the coach is not only the, the coach of that that referee is not only the coach of that team; it's that his family owns the only other florist shop in the town. Oh, the ref! Yeah, yeah he the owns ref, the other the florist shop, 
and that Moses Rose is his only competition. So he's allied himself with the coach's enemy. And I was like, there's no way that's ever going to come into play again. And I was 100% right. So he sees Matisse there and he goes over and like grabs a tent for her. And he's like, oh, are you getting your stuff ready for... Campery, and she's like, you know, I'm an early... Every time I hear the word Campery, I smile. It's impossible not to. I'm an early Campery planner, and he's like, oh, so am I, you know, getting my stuff together, whatever, and then he's about to ask her... This is the craziest interaction. Everything that takes place in this Sporting Goods story is (laughs) insane. He's like, hey, by the way, I was wondering, and she's like, I know what you're gonna ask, and the answer is yes, and she, and he's like, really? And he's... Why would she have ever... And and then, because they weren't talking about it. don't talk how humans talk. I literally think everyone in this movie has to be, like, psychic or something, and they just, like, think, like, this is where like the conversations are taking place in their heads right. while they're talking but like because he she goes oh you want to ride to the the troop meeting or whatever because you know you don't have a car so i'll be happy to give you a ride and he's like yes that's exactly what i was going to ask obviously not but like how did she you jump weren't there? even talking about the troop meeting okay but now he goes home and he has chores yes now the dad is actually like hey you need to actually do the chores i know and he gives him credit he's like that's why i'm saying this movie could have started at the reveal of his sponsor because it's like there's a whole first part where like you see he's an asshole but like just kind of and then there's a part where like his dad punishes him but just kind of and like now we do all those things again yeah. he's a massive asshole and you're happy, absolutely right and then his bad dad actually punishes him a little bit more because the first time didn't work like it's like why are we doing the same two beats again totally and so he's like, you need to actually do the chores. I appreciate that you're helping go take Emily to her meetings or whatever. It's very nice, but you need to do the chores, whatever. And he's like, I want to see some real change. In this, I have to admit, decent joke here. He points at his chest, at his pec. And then he goes, I do push-ups every day. Dad. I laughed. I'm I sorry. Laugh. It was It was funny. Um, but so then it cuts to him in the shed, like, he's getting all the tools out for the yard or whatever, and he's talking to Goose on the phone, and this has to be the most confusing phone call from the other end, because he's like, yeah, I gotta do all these chores, whatever, like, yeah, it'll take a whole army to do that, and he's like, or maybe not, and he just hangs up the phone. Does he have an army of bees? That's what he's, oh yeah, something like bees, like worker bees. Or worker something. bees. That's what he's like. That's, that it, was what I was looking for. That's, More bee puns. And that's what I got. And he says worker bees. And then like he just hangs up the phone and I was like, Goose has no idea what he was talking about. But so then, then they're, they're like sitting and they're like, we're going to do a go for it. Or they're going to do something and they're going to make like uh, bird feeders out of milk cartons. He's like, please, I know a way cooler activity that you guys can do and it'll be great. It's way harder. Way harder. Yeah, like he like dangles that in front of him. It's basically, I think I mentioned this before, how Emma got me to do things when I was a child. Was she, she'd say, I'll time you. Yeah. And it's basically that, where it's like, it it's challenging. Well, it's cha- it did work. I'm sad, sad or ashamed of how well it worked. And so they're like, no, no, we can. And then, no, not they. Tina speaks up and says, yeah, we can do it. And he's like, oh, you talk. And it, it, she is, she's adorable. She's Oh, a, my God. A, everyone needs to protect Tina. She's the best. But so, like, so then we do a montage of them cleaning the yard. The and yard, by the way, is, like, comically decrepit. decrepit. It's <laughs> terrible. There's leaves everywhere. Yeah, it looks there's like, like, a, like the monster's backyard. There's like a gazebo like, it's like they open that's it and it's like over. everything is gray. And, like, to, yeah. all the plants are dead. All the grass is dead. Like, it's not... Like, they went to an extreme and it was quite hilarious. Yeah. Oh, also, also, also part of the reason he needs to do the chores is the dad said they'll talk about getting him a car once the chores are done. You know, so, the sixth plot of this movie Yeah, that's going to come quest. up. And, but so, like, then we get a montage of the girls cleaning the yard 
And here's the thing, like he's taking advantage of them, but it looks like they're having a fun they time. Were a blast. They're having a great time. They have the like fans was and stuff. Fun. Yeah, it's a fun monster. They're like laughing and giggling and playing. Tina's in the pile of leaves. Tina's, it's what, what a gag! It was what he's a grand also, time. Uh, this is when the silent moment comes over again. Yes, he's firing shots against the garage door, and she like lets her dog go. So and, she has an excuse to go over there, and she and goes over there and like looks, and glares at him, and says nothing, mm-hmm. and leaves. Yeah, okay. So we, we want to make sure. Let's, we're making this movie. We want to make sure that we get this woman to see what's happening in this yard. Because she's going to come up later. Where she's but gonna what make if sure she that... actually doesn't see any of it and just walks up to the gate? <laughs> then, well, okay, but no, so they're like, they're, they're like, we got to make it see. Are they, oh, okay, like, let's, she could let her dog loose because she's like curious about what's going on. And then she would come in and probably say something like, oh, I don't know, like, oh, sorry, like, Jasper just got out. Like, and then survey and leave. Or like, Who's, or like working hard, Alex. Who, yeah, something yeah. like that. Who would, what, who would walk over when their dog runs into your yard? Look at you. Sit next to you, pick up the dog, and walk away. That's insane. Strong character choice. It's like they were trying to do the fucking guy in Home Alone. The silent old Snow guy. Snow Shovel Man? Yeah, where they, he thinks he's a murderer because he doesn't speak ever. He's like yeah. an old neighbor that never talks. That is exactly what they're trying That's to do. That's what they're trying point. to do. Uh, then, like, the dad comes home and he's like, oh my god, the lawn's amazing, the yard's amazing, did a great job. And we see the girls, like, are all passed out because they worked so hard. And then he just gets the car. The dad, no, like... no, 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 no. No. He walks him outside with his with eyes covered, covering the and eyes. Alex goes, what's the big surprise? And I go, you've been asking for a <laughs> fucking car, and a car alone this entire movie. What do you think it is, numbnuts? And, like, he's like, no, you really did it, you proved me right, like, I mean, you proved, you proved you have learned some responsibility, so here you go, and he takes his hand away, and it's like a freaking junk pile. It's literally, like, a, you can tell... The- Again, like, they did what they did to the yard, like, they went, like, in on making it look like shit. Yeah, there's literally a bird, like, bird's nests in the engine Leaves and stuff. in the engine. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a junker is the joke and he's like no no you gotta fix up your car like I did it really taught me about cars it's such a formative experience you know and he's like oh okay thanks dad so and, isn't this guy a college professor he has to make some good money he's I, just doing it to help him build character uh, yeah, well, that's, I mean well, the kid needs some fucking I mean, character yeah the whole point of all the chores is to build character and then speaking of which he gives him a list of more chores like if you were so ecstatic about what a good job why would you punish him more with more chores right I thought that was weird too mm-hmm. and I thought it was gonna be revealed that he knew that he was having a sister and them do it but they nope. don't do that just gives him more chores honestly and it looks like a lot of like cleaning stuff because he has all the supplies isn't that ingrid's job to clean things did you fire ingrid Ingrid does anything that's the joke well she dusts everything even if it doesn't need dusting he comes to the girls and he's like girls guess what got more go for it stuff and they're like no we don't want to do go for it um because cleaning sucks obviously we need to we need our badges we need to earn some merit badges brah because you need badges to get into Camp Eight. Yes, you have Which, to... Which, by the way, don't go to Camp Eight. It sucks inside. <laughs> you have to collect the seven badges and then place them in the stone pedestal, and only then are you allowed in. Inside a rec center. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, okay. And they're like, well, yeah, we need to like learn how to build a fire and stuff and whatnot. I did like this joke. Because we're not zoned for that. Yeah, he does say good we're, not, joke. we're not zoned for that. And so he's like, oh, well, don't worry. There's like five merit badges you can get without even leaving the house. And so what I thought was going to happen... These is, kids can read. These kids. Why don't they read the book? They have the handbook. And like, but here's the thing, right? Is like, I thought it was going to happen is he was going to be like, um, there's going to be like a culinary arts thing. And he was going to be like, okay, make me a sandwich or something like that. Like, oh, still, you thought he was going to stretch the existing badges. Yeah, stretch them into something that, uh, that helps him or something like that. But what he's actually doing is he's literally making up badges and he's making them and coloring them himself and then giving them to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's freaking insane is we find out that that's okay. You can do that a little bit. You can do that for, do for, for a couple badges. So, like, I was like, wait, 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 
wait, why would what organization would allow that None. to be like, oh, we set up a TV. Here's our TV badge we made ourselves. No. Like what? And they, so we do bond touch with them doing. The Girl a bunch. Scouts was not like that. You there, but it wasn't like this exactly either. There wasn't just a one way to skin a cat. Basically, you know what I mean? Like said, there were set badges, but you could accomplish them in a variety of different ways. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that makes there sense. was like a personal grooming badge, and like it wasn't like. There wasn't an archery badge. I'm <laughs> I actually sure. love them. Actually, I want to say that like we're 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 very few of them actually revolved around camping. That's what I was saying. Because like, it's like you don't know where people live. Like they're more about like life skills and being. Well, a good yeah, that's what I was gonna girl. say. I actually kind of like that because so that, it's not like frivolous stuff like archery. You're never gonna find right. But that's more Boy Scout stuff. Is like starting fires yeah. and doing stuff. And I appreciate that sounds gender biased. That's Girls what, can start fires too. That's what I'm saying. I kind of appreciate that they were like, no, no, no. This thing they learned the survival skills. Screw the Boy Scouts. We're doing this straight up. I appreciate that. But so they do this montage, he makes them a bunch of fake badges, whatever. At the end of it, um, they're like fixing uh, his car. They're like working on his car and like working on the whole insides. They're all covered in grease or whatever. And yeah, he isn't building the car. Which right. honestly, that's a that's a good life skill. I, 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 I wish, wish I could build a car. There should be an auto merit badge in my opinion. And so they're like, oh no, Dina's coming. She's coming up the driveway to go meet with Mrs. Zamboni. And so like, what are we going to do? You know what? I did not expect this movie to, to do. To turn into Mrs. Doubtfire. Me? Like, <laughs> we, like, they, I hit the 40 minute mark and I was like, what's the plot of this movie? What's happening? We don't have a main problem. What? And then it turns into Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, and let me, here's what I'll say. I feel like we, this is, a, this happens, this happened a lot. Lot, where it's like we run into certain things that DCOMs just crib from other movies. And so like we say a lot of this is just like Mean Girls. This is just like Teen Wolf. And I feel like we've referenced Mrs. Doubtfire in a lot of movies. This is the f- one it's, that it's goes... It's a copy it's, of it's Mrs. Doubtfire. F- this is just full on Mrs. Doubtfire. It's with a book. little bit of Home Alone. Because yes. it's kids that are trying to pretend that they have supervision. Right. And like... Uh, so they like whip up this like mayo and ketchup thing and put it on his face. and Cucumbers have, on the eyes. Yeah, have him wear hockey pads. You know how when Mrs. Doubtfire when you had the space in the cake? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. And she comes in and Miss Amboni and guys, I'm going to do the exact impression oh, of no, his no, voice. No, 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 no. One no. sec, before you go there, which I want you to, really desperately. But I do want to call out the fact that this was at this moment where I sit, stupid, <laughs> silly me, sweet, naive summer child. I'm sitting there and I go, this movie's becoming Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, can't really become Mrs. Doubtfire because where would they get prosthetics? <laughs> Thought that to myself mm-hmm. at this moment. Keep that nugget keep in the that, back of your that, head well, your because that will become relevant later. Mm-hmm. Lucas, you were going to do an impression of the voice. So this is Mrs. Doubtfire's voice as best I can do it. Oh, hello. Up, high pitch, really up there. His version of Miss Zamboni is like, yes, I'm Miss Zamboni. Like, yes, you just did it. That's it. Like, it. It's like he's next to me. It's it's that deep, and like he put he does put a little of that trill on it. I can't do that because I have a naturally deep voice like that. But it's the it's the it's straight up bonkers, folks. It would not fool anyone. And this is a grown woman. So they doubt fire him up. He does that stupid voice, and like she's like, I, I don't even remember what they talk about here. She's just like, I was concerned that there wasn't a thing going on or whatever. And like, she's like, no, no, we're supervising them. We'll be ready for, okay. Oh no. Well, she asks her, I heard you were sick. Are you coming to the meeting? Oh, and the she's, leadership meeting. And she says, no, I'm still frightfully sick. My junior helper will be there. My Alex will be there. And she says, I don't trust that Alex Pearson. So be careful. It's painful to watch. It goes on for weeks. Goes on for weeks. Long. He's like, <clears throat> like, like then they get her to sit down. And it's like, oh, this was another crazy thing. Mm-hmm. This was so crazy. They get her to sit down. And they're like, do you want to do our home spa? 
Go for I it. I literally wrote down the phrase, there is no reality in which this works. Okay, but like, they sit her down and they're like, do you want it? And they get her to sit down and they put a bib on her and then I'm like, oh, this will be a gag. She's going to like accidentally like, like get the, her face stuck in the thing or like it'll slide up. Ma- so, a mess will be there. Um, a, a classic Disney Channel hijink, you know, mm-hmm. like where goo happens or mm-hmm. gets flung at someone. Oh, God. I'm goes, gooed out after she, dad. dad knows. <laughs> <laughs> you think of that. But then she just goes, you know what? No, I'm over this. And I, takes I, I, the bib go. off Gotta and go. stands up and I was like, that's fine. I don't really want to see the goo, but why go through the whole to-do having her sit down and she's just going to leave? I don't know. It's insane. But they get her to leave and then there's like, oh yeah, we got to get ready for the meeting tonight. I'm going with Matisse. And the girls freak out. They're like, oh my gosh, you have a date with Matisse? And he's like, no, it's not a date. We're going to this meeting. And they're like, is it just the two of you going there? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, that is it's a date. Yeah, the Girl Scout leadership meeting, it's not. No. But guys, it's not. If she, girl, guys, if she's taking you to Girl Scout leadership meetings, it's not a date. <laughs> no. And then they go, well, we've got to like do you up, sis. And he's like, what are you talking about? I don't need any dating help. And then it's like, um, please. If there's one thing, we're girls, if there's one thing we know about, it's dating. These days, girls are like seven. They're seven years old. How do they know? Also, it was what I wrote. I don't actually mind this movie. Mainly because I have no idea what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Where is this going? And let's leave it on that cliffhanger because we've got to take a quick quick break and we'll come back and talk about all the date prep work and how it goes. It's like our third montage. So everybody go work on your crafts and we'll come back together and we'll have a, a show and tell. But do you have the talking flower? Well, we disregarded the talking flower. I clearly you weren't paying attention at the last meeting where the talking flower was made invalid. I quit this podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll see you in a bit, guys. So my takeaway from this date makeover is that he doesn't deserve these beautiful small women. No. This man, to this point, has only been shown to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. And does things for probably selfish reasons. And these girls are so He deserves sweet. none of what he has. Let's he deserves be clear. none of what he has. He has a good father who cuts him a lot of slack. Got him a car. A friend that also cuts him an insane amount of slack. It is honestly insane <laughs> that they are friends. We didn't hit that hard enough in the I first part. I thought that this kid was going to hate him. Yeah, I thought they hated each other. Or at least he didn't put up with him, but he was on the team. He's like, you're always stealing my thunder, yeah, man. But the fact that they are, like, supposedly best friends dick. is insane. But so they're, but so they're like, we're gonna, we gotta do your hair, we gotta get you a new shirt. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, we know what cute boys look like. And I was like, again, you guys are like seven. seven. It was weird. And and like, but I did love this 2010 joke. You, you no, you haven't. So they are making him over for the date, and they have like a tiger beat, and they're like, oh my god, like they, we gotta fix your hair. And they basically just take mousse and like crazily make his hair like spiky, messy nonsense, like. Robert Pattinson in Twilight, but like an exaggerated and version of I that. said out loud and in my notes, well, obviously he's not going to look like that for on the actual date, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does not fix it. And then he, when he meets up with Matisse, she's like, oh, I like the new look. She's, I'm worried about her. I, I don't know what, I feel like someone's like at gunpoint being like, you need to be with this man. man. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but 
They spike up his hair like crazy, and they call it vampire hair because they're looking at the tiger. But they're, like, they're all sexy boys, and they all well. Play it's, well, it's also first of all they don't say sexy. Second of all, it's because Rachel is like I know all the cute boys, and they're all vampires, and they all no, that's not Rachel. It's, it's one of the other girls. I feel I like swear it's, to God, I feel like it's Rachel, Rachel comes in with the shirt. You're right, Rachel comes in with the shirt. You are correct, and the shirt is also funny where she's like, I got you this sick biker shirt, and it's like a long skull black sleeve shirt, got a skull and crossbones on it. No shirt that's ever existed ever, and they're like, um, okay, let's put it to a vote. Cute boy shirt. Which, by the <laughs> way, is a button-down that Charlie Sheen made of worn into an half men. It was, like, well, you know, he wore bowling shirts. It was embroidered. Shirts. He wore bowling shirts, but it was one of the embroidered ones with that pattern it on it. It It was, no, it's what Mudslide Crush wore on stage. Yeah, it's exactly what it was yeah, in Lemonade yeah. Mouth. Dude, it was that. Was oh, what a time. It was that, and then uh, that Skull and Crossbone shirt. And Rachel, of course, is the only one that votes for the Skull and Crossbone shirt because she's a goth queen, and That's I love sick. her. Um, and so they put him in this, and so then they're like, okay, well, he's like, they're like, okay, you gotta go. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? She's gonna meet me pick here me and pick me up. That She's the one that I've read. And they're like, not anymore. This was insane. Cra- it makes, it's literally impossible. It's beyond comprehension. It's beyond comprehension. So let's go by a series of events. <laughs> Rachel, of her own volition, has offered to give him a ride because she knows he doesn't have a car, despite the fact that was never a thing they were talking about. We never but, heard that conversation. But he accepts, and so they're like, okay. The girls un- think this is a date. It's very obviously not. not. It's super duper not. Um, and so they apparently, he's also gotten a car in this time. They fixed his car entirely, which I'll admit they showed them working on. So but I But he guess. got a beautiful paint job. We're not there, even there yet. <laughs> they apparently must have had to call Rachel themselves yes, yes. and be like, hey, you know how you were supposed to give him a ride? Guess what? He's giving you because- a ride. They never show him saying, hey, like, should I pick you up instead? Or, like, sending her a text. Like, no, because she offered to what give him the was, ride. What if she was on the way to his house already? Incomprehensible how this could have gone You would have down. to change your plans. Yeah, because... She's the, leaving to come pick you up. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, no, 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 you're she picking her up. But you have to communicate And he didn't term. know about it, so they had to have called and told her this. But so, yes. I didn't even assume that. I was just but like, this movie is so stupid. Think about it. Well, speaking of how stupid this movie is, so he walks out and his car is cool now. It's still old and kind of crappy looking. But they gave it a new paint And Rachel, again, just Queen. on top of everything, says... Um, my uncle owns a body paint shop. How did they get How the did car? They get- <laughs> did they call the uncle and say, we have like two hours. We need you to come and paint his car. How did they get the car to the shop? Did, did, was my uncle, number we one need, question. Uncle, we need you to come and pick up this car. They Take don't it. have the keys. <laughs> They're eight years old. <laughs> Did they drive it like two toddlers in a trench coat, or were like two of like the toys in Toy Story two, like one of them working the pedals? I. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It raises. They don't even have the keys to unlock it to have the Uncle take it. It raises so many questions that I, that I can't ask, even ask them at this point. But so it's it's got a nice yellow paint job, and so they kick him out to go and pick up the girl, and they tell him, "Hey, make sure." Uh, you talk, about talk, her. talk about her. That's like, which is good because he truly did not. No, he had no plan. And so then again, he's going to the car, and who shows up? Miss Jacklets. And she actually does say some stuff here where it's like, "Nice car, Alex." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, you know." Uh, I think he tells her the girls did it. Which, if I were an adult and the child told me that, he'd be like, "What?" Yeah. And then she's like. Uh, you got a good group of girls, Alex. And then is this where she asks him what the foundations of the Bumblebee code are? Yes. And it's no. like... Yes. Yeah, it's like... She's like, do you know what the code is? And he's like, 
something, whatever, responsibility. He's like, yeah, you know, responsibility. And then just kind of walks away. Like, I don't know how responsibility applies to the situation. And this is where it hit me that, like, okay, so because she knows the code, clearly she's going to be drafted to be the den mother. Yeah. Once his, he's been revealed, obviously. But so then he, we show, see him at her house, and he's still wearing her hair like that, and blows my mind he didn't try and fix it in the car mirror or something. She fixes it, though. That, she makes it even more, it's, I'm not, I, can't, I just can't, just can't. So then we go to the meeting, and well, they do a thing where they talk, he asks her about being a bumblebee or whatever, and she's like, oh yeah, I live for this stuff. Uh, really. She said, my mom's really busy, and I didn't want Lorna, her sister, to miss out on the experience, so she helps. Yeah, she helps out. And, uh, they go to the meeting, and it's like... Dina's house and all the women are like in line. All the dead mothers are in line, being like, "Oh, we sold this many cookies." And like, no, they, she's asking for yeah, totals yeah. in a very militant way. Yeah. There is a. They're playing like the. This is the plane. Music. This is the plane. This, this is they're the in the car. Thing. No, 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 no. Oh. They're in the car, and she's like, asks him, like, "Oh, like, you know, I think it's really cool that you do this for your sister." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, since our, we lost our mom, like, didn't want to miss it on the girly stuff." And then he goes, "It's not like I joined the army or anything." Which was a weird comment, and yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you need to join the army? Because your mom died. Then they're cutting to this den mother, you're and making a parallel right. of, like, uh... Yes. That did not hit me at all in the moment, but the, you're 100% you know what I'm saying? Right. And then yeah, she's, like, militantly, like, 67? Like, how many cookies did you sell? And, like, checking it off. So they're making a joke that, like, it is, like, the army. I would also like to point out that that is a lie, what he told her. That, like, I didn't want her to mess out on the girly stuff, that's why I do it. Oh, it's a lie. That's a lie. That's, no, you just started doing he's it because a you're... a miserable person. He's a miserable person. And it's only going to get worse. And I literally have written down in my notes multiple times, you can't redeem him. He why can't... can't they make us, give us a main character that we like? It's just so <laughs> bonkers that, like, this is, like, this is the guy that we're supposed to be rooting for. Well, because the whole point is he goes through this character change where he learns whatever, I actually don't know fully what, what? does is. he? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. A teamwork, I guess. I don't know, but he learns Not that to be a total asshole. I've, but he learns he learns that, and then he's supposed to be a better person at the end. But like, so he has to start off mean. But they never. I never feel like he's improving. No, I just me feel either. Like, I just feel like he's putting on this facade. The last like, like five minutes, he's like, oh, here's Puck, and then you're like, oh, he's yeah, he doesn't improve until the end, and even then, it feels really shallow. But basically, they're collecting cookie totals. Yeah, which also... And we but- learned that the Dina's, the mean dead mother's troop, 66, has like a monopoly on cookie sales. They're making more money than everyone else. Can I also give a quick T.O.? So what were the baskets being sold for if cookies are your main no, source I think of income? multiple revenue streams. Apparently, because also the other later, you can just sell whatever, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Like. There's no rules for that. No. Apparently, like, selling cookies is, like, the mandated thing, but that you That would can never just... be allowed in Girl Scouts. Yeah, that's insane. What if there was, it like, wouldn't be allowed in any organization. Those also, or, well, not even that. Why don't you just, if you have the money to buy more stuff to sell, why don't you just, just give, give the money, money to the Girl Scouts? So, he goes to this meeting, we learn that the Dina's Troop 66 Devil Troop has, like, a monopoly on cookie sales, so everyone else is making around, like, 2, 3k, and she's got making, like, 7k with cookie sales, and I think the bird to believe the reason that is, because she has a mom-monopoly on the mall. A mom-monopoly? Yeah. I mean, technically, yes. It is a mom-monopoly. That's what I was gonna say, I was like, I feel like you, I couldn't tell if you had actually a word slipped there, or if you would... I word slipped, but it works. It does and work. so, mom-monopoly on the mall, and no one else can sell there, which, obviously, that's the money spot, folks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, everyone else is not selling as many cookies as Wait, did you, the money, like... I said money spot, which is kind of a joke. I like money shot. Yeah, but like you combine, that's what I was saying. You were trying to do money spot and G, money shot and G spot as the same thing. 
That's not funny. what that is. And so I'm hilarious. And so they are making more money than everyone else. And I would like to point out Emma's wordplay that she tried to do was terrible. And the one that she just slipped in the tongue was actually pretty good. Guys, you know, I take a lot of shots. I just take shots and some of them hit. They're targets, some of them don't. And sometimes you take a shot into the air, accidentally hits the target. Like, you never know. <laughs> miss all the shots you don't take. So, speaking of you don't miss, Luke is miss every time I'm trying to get S- here. Speaking you of you miss one of the shots you don't take, actually, I don't think this is the same quote, but I think you said this point. There's a decent joke where she says, Mrs. Uh, Zamboni has Gretzky disease, <laughs> which I thought was a decent Case joke. Case of the Gretzkys. Case of the Gretzkys. Good joke. Um, I think, was that him or Jordan that said that? Shut the fuck up. Let me get to this meeting. God damn it. <laughs> well, now I'm just pushing you at this point. Ah, so basically they get to the meeting and we realize that she has a monopoly on the mall, so everyone else is making less money than her, her troop, and the this is where we were talking about this earlier, but Alex kind of stands up and is like, this is America. <laughs> Nobody can tell you where to sell your cookies, like, at the mall or otherwise. And, like, the stupid unspoken rule is dumb. I feel like this has happened in at least one other decom where it's just like, this is unfair because this is America. And, and it's like, lazy. What? But then also his suggestion, I thought his suggestion was going to be, we should all rotate Saturdays. Or something. His suggestion is anarchy. I agree, is, that's anarchy. The suggestion is to have a contest. Of all, everyone goes to the mall on the same day. And as a cookie palooza. That's insane. You're cutting your profits. Yeah, you're cutting your profits. And then whoever makes the most money gets the mall permanently. Which well, is the problem that you were railing against is being unfair. So why would you not... Like, everybody gets to just switch off Saturdays. Because, you know what it is, Emma? Because this is America, and it's only a, mon- I, it's only a bad monopoly when it's not benefiting me. And that is late-stage capitalism, folks. But, so all the moms are immediately horny for this idea, and are like, hell you know, yes. it's a bad idea. It's a stupid idea. They're all like, oh my gosh, youthful rebellion against Dina. Like, oh, of course, we should all do this. And then Dina's just like, eh, I don't wanna, but they do it anyway. And then, so I think we cut straight to the uh, mall. And they just start marching in, and the little sister, like, goes to take off her princess Oh, God, this was so weird. And so, no, 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 so they're like, oh, like, I want to look more like a real bumblebee. And he's like, you are a real bumblebee, you know? Just with your gothness and your princessness, we're all bumblebees. Yes. And also, Emma makes a good point. The, the only two traits I have for these, for any of them, are goth. Emily is princess, goth is, is Rachel, Tina is quiet, but it's not visually represented. There's a black girl who wears like a... A poker visor. <laughs> Why that? Like, it's like they were digging through a bag of props and she, she also the But one. she wears a cheetah girl's hat at one point, whatever you call those. Not a messenger hat. A cheetah girl's hat? Whatever they Luke, wear. What cheetah. the fuck are you yeah, talking She wears one of those like fashionable hat caps that's not like a messenger or not a... Page like, boy cap. Page boy, that's the word I was looking for. The fact that I got that, you guys, we should go on a game show. Like <laughs> that is such a... Deep reference to Page Boy Cap. But yes, yes, thank you. That's right. She wears one of those at one point. And the other two, two or one? I don't even know how many people wrote in this goddamn At period. one point, the black girl's wearing a polar vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, but I'm saying, so he's like, you really need to be yourselves to sell these cookies. And I'm just like, how? But, uh, so they go in there. But I go, I thought they'd have a butter plan, and then my next note is LMAO, they have a can. They do, yeah. I actually liked this, that they, they have a callback, because he was using these in his hockey Fourth entrance. montage. He was using these in his hockey entrance, the t-shirt cans, but they shove cookies in there. But what's wrong with, about that plan is when you catch the t-shirt. Is that why she's wearing that poker visor? Because she's the one going around with the... the yeah, I think yeah! so. That makes sense. That's the thing. When you catch a t-shirt at a sports game, you get to keep the t-shirt. For free. But then when you catch the cookies, someone comes up to you and says, hi, that'll be $5 or whatever. Like, well, then no, I'm not going to catch this cookie if I have to pay for it. No, it's inherently flawed. So basically we see through these terrible methods that they're actually doing pretty well in the cookie sales. And so Dina, of course, is furious because she's losing and she wants to speak 
with Mrs. Amboni. But at first she's like, oh, your den mother's not here. Well, that immediately means that all your sales are invalid because of rules. And then he's like, no, 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 she she's here. You know, she's in the mall. She's just probably off enjoying the sale at this big and tall women's store, store, store plus size women. I don't know what you say. Um, and like, she's like, okay, I'll head right in there. And so like, he runs in there ahead of her and like grabs a bunch of stuff and goes into a changing room. And she fully just like starts sticking her head under changing yeah, rooms and stuff. Yeah, this is really weird. It's and like, you would never get away with that. No, you can't do that. You'd be escorted out of the mall. And actually, you know what? That would have been a good gag if they had followed up on it. Yeah. But, but so he, she, he like my pretends to put on these pants or whatever and like doing the voice and being like, oh, is that you, Dina? And like. He's throwing underwear He's on throwing her. like granny panties on her and being like, oh, these are two small for me. So he's pretty... this was the point you were talking about earlier where he tells her to fuck off. He basically does. He says, maybe if you cared about your own children. He's also doing, like, kind of an accent, I think. It's not an accent. It's not an accent. Like, maybe if you cared about your own children, we wouldn't be kicking your butts. Bottoms. Bottoms. Your bottoms. In this cookie race right now. And then she's like, oh. And I was like, again, gotta love the fact that he is not afraid to stand up yeah, to her about this. Like, like, oh. Yeah, like, you are a grown woman, leave my kids to me. The teenage boy. The teenage, the teenage boy. And so she leaves, but then Matisse comes in to find her. Why find- is everyone so comfortable talking to this woman while she's in a changing room? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, dog. I don't know what it's like in there. I've never been in a woman's changing room. But, like, so he, she comes up and she's like, oh, uh, are you Mrs. Zamboni? And he's like, oh, yes. Uh, and then how? I, Why? I don't, the, the reason, so here's the thing, right? The reason this scene exists is that Alex first of all continues to be a piece of garbage and is like oh Alex has told me so much about you any girl like you're his girlfriend right or whatever she says like you're such a fine Alex is such a fine young lad you should date him like he's talking himself up basically which is effed up because he is Alex Mm -hmm. that's number one number two why doesn't he just tell her because she doesn't care. He's because he's an asshole, and he's gonna pr- lie to her to get more information about if she likes yeah, him or not. Because all she had, all like she shouldn't care because he's doing a good thing, lying about this. He's doing this so they don't get dissolved. Playing devil's advocate for one second, uh-huh. he might not have known that Dina had walked away. How could he have seen? Mm, because he comes out a couple times, remember? He has to oh, rush back right, in. Because right. he, he, he leans on the thing wrong, right, I'm and, he, and he comes back out, and then he has to close himself back up when he sees Matisse's coming. I was trying to excuse for this thing, I'm no. sorry. Like, she, he, this is the good thing that he's doing, is pretending to be the den mother, and, like, doing all this stuff so they can continue to have a troop. So she would probably be like... Oh hell yeah! I can't believe you're go mm. putting on this whole charade. It's technically against the rules, but it's nice of you. It's, it's nice of you. You're doing the spirit. Like good job. I'm super horny for it. What? Never mind. But so he does that stupid thing instead, where he like talks himself up as Miss Zamboni. And now we go to the part where things get bad. Kind of. Not huge stakes. Not not huge stakes because um the girls from so back at the mall. We're still at the mall. We're still at the mall. They, he comes out of the thing and is like, yeah, passed. We're fine. But then the girls come up, and then the other troop of the Devil's Troop, I think we just decided the to call them. The Devil's Troop of 6 6, of the one that's Dina's troop, the two little bitchy blonde girls come up to the our troop, and they go, Are those, like, what is that? Like, about the badges they have on their little vests. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, Those aren't real, basically, point revealing that out to them, Alex has been making up these badges. Yeah. Dina is on his grift immediately, by the way. She's just like, Oh, it seems like he's been playing a trick on you to do things that he loves. And I was like, And then Alex looks at, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Because they asked on their point of the badge, like, what is that one? They're like, well, we made Alex's sandwich. And they're like, what is that one? Like, cleaning Alex's room badge. And yeah. so, like, then 
like the grift is pretty much apparent. Right. And this is the thing I was talking about earlier that blew my mind is he goes, it's an independent study badge. It's not against the rules. And then like, I thought they were going to be like, that doesn't exist. And yeah. he goes, yeah, but you can only have one or two of those. And I was like, why would that be allowed ever? Because it doesn't come off as him tricking them. It comes off as a miscommunication of the rules of anything. Yes. Admittedly, he was getting them to do things for him. So it's still taking advantage of the child. But it really comes off as just being like, you're just the junior helper yeah. like you don't know and so then they're like oh well you don't have that means you don't have enough badges to get into campery uh sucks to suck your girls won't be going but like i don't this is the other thing i don't get why dina doesn't want these children to go to campery it's just i don't get it i don't she why wants would, to burn them to the ground. Like, why would you deny children joy mm-hmm. exactly and then so they everyone's pissed at him the bumblebees are pissed at him his troops pissed at him it's all all bad and so yeah. he he goes to the game he goes to one of the hockey games and by the way since they he's left they've been win, on a winning streak they've won like four games in a row it's a big deal and goose is like hey you came to the game that's so nice of you to come play and he's like Oh, well, I'm just sad because everyone's mad at me. I was like, yeah. Everyone's mad at me. I'm sad. Also, so I wanted to go and... friend since the first five minutes. I, I kind of forgot he existed. And it's like, I, I feel sad. So I wanted to come watch hockey to try and feel better. And so Goose goes, oh, so you just came here for yourself, not for the team. I feel like they're trying to write Goose as the character that, like, knows... Like, where he needs to be as a character. That's why I'm saying he's a ghost. He yeah, acted it, like someone's spirit guy. But it also, and spirit guy, that's a good way to put it. But also, he clearly, it doesn't make sense what he's trying to no, teach Alex. Because he's like, yeah, the girls are mad at me because I made up these things. And he's like, I have to fix this. Or I have to at least look like I'm trying to fix it. Or something like that. And then he gets up a storm off and then Goose goes... No, Alex, you don't get it. And I'm like, get what, Goose? He said he's going to try and fix it. And spoiler, guys, he fixes it. He fixes it. He puts in the effort. He fixes, fixes the it. whole situation. And it also doesn't, not that wildly hard to fix. No, I would he say. does it in an afternoon, I would say. If that was the lesson that you need to put in effort to stuff, like responsibility or something. The effort is that it's not all about you. Right. That's and, the lesson. And he does it. He does something because he feels bad. And like they try to. But they were kind of convoluting that he only does it because he feels bad. Bad, and he wants to make himself feel better. Yeah, you should that's... be doing things to help other people and not because you feel bad. Right, but also he screwed up and made, fixed his mistake for them. He, he put had that empathy. Whole, he put that whole thing together for the kids. It's very convoluted, this message. But basically, now to fix things, he goes to the girls. Or they have a meeting and they're like, listen, we're not going to talk to Alex. Remember we <laughs> yeah, talked about this? They say, remember what we talked about in the chat room last night? And I was like, what? They have a chat room. And we're not going to talk to Alex, but he left them a note to come out by the lake. He leaves them a map. Them leaves them a and map. then they earn their orienteering badge. Yeah, is that Did a you word? Watch this movie? <laughs> is that a word, by the way? Orienteering? Yes. I've never heard that yes. word before. Why wouldn't it be cartography or whatever? No. Well, that's drawing maps, so you're oh, that's stupid. Fair. Why wouldn't it be navigation then? <laughs> so he's like, look, you need like five badges. I've set up this whole thing so we can get them all right now. And he has them like on official printed things so they know it's real or whatever. Building a fire. Archery. You know, how Girl Scouts Yeah, do. I don't remember what the other ones are. They're really not important. But the reason fire is important, because they mentioned it earlier, and also is that Rachel, goth icon, goth icon, she makes the fire and she's like, finally, I can make fire. Anytime or and something he's like that. Like, not unless it's a designated campground space. Yeah. And she's like, like, I was like, what's Rachel planning on burning down? Because it's <laughs> she's a little pyro. But then, so they get all their badges for them to go to Camperby. Mm-hmm. But then we learn that they're behind the cooking selling goal. Like $2,000. A lot. A lot of money to be able to pay for Campery. Right. And they're like, we could sell more cookies, but cookie sales are closed. Right. Which I took, took to mean that they can't buy any more cookies from the Bumblebee Association. So they don't have any stock of cookies. And so immediately they say, 
how about we sell muffins? No, they go, how about we sell something else? And Rachel goes, like our blood, which was hilarious. <laughs> she does do that. Damn, I love Rachel. She's so good. But then they're like, okay, how about muffins? And then they're like, oh, yes, of course, muffins were the answer all along. But, and we can sell. Okay, this, we talked about this, but this would never be allowed. You can't just make fucking shit and sell it under yeah. the Girl Scouts umbrella, guys. No. No, that's insane. Or again, if you're going to spend all this money making this stuff, just give the money to the Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But so they're like, we're got to make these muffins. And you know what we can do? We can sell them at the hockey game. Because it's cold there, and people are going to want a hot muffin. The muffins are not hot. They are pre-baking, also, they are pre-baking them and then this, taking them in plastic. Th- but, dude, this is also another thing that goes on way too long. We, we have a whole... Like, sh- she's like, we should need someplace hot where people want muffins. And he's like, yeah, should, we should go to the hockey game. He's like, I don't want to hear about the hockey game. She goes, she's saying we should sell there. And he's thinking she's just bringing it up. And it goes on for mm-hmm. so long it's a whole thing and my point is if you're freaking so set on selling something at the hockey game to cold people why not sell like hot chocolate or something that's easy to make and serve instead of a muffin that you're pre-baking and is not hot by the time you it's deliver it dumb. it's stupid and dumb and this is really where the movie lost me i'll admit i wasn't totally against this movie at this point i was kind of like did okay. the full doubtfire lose you what did the, the full oh, the, oh the full doubtfire my god um, because like, I didn't, I didn't think this movie was good, but I was in that kind of place. It gave me very Now You See It vibes where I'm like, where is, is this, this going? going? That was what I'm saying. Like, I was like, where are we going? It's going to be crazy and terrible no matter what. And like. And I, it was, I was kind of into it. I was like, where I are we going? Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't hating it. Uh, but I could recognize it was bad, but I wasn't hating my time with it. But so speaking of the full Mrs. Doubtfire, literally in my notes, oh, we are going full Mrs. Doubtfire. Hey, yeah, I said the same thing. And remember when I thought earlier, guys, that they can't go full Doubtfire? Because <laughs> where are they going to get problems? So they're, so they're they start breaking the muffins and they're like, well, look, I can't go there because I can't be seen at the hockey game because I I don't know why actually. He's embarrassed of that. He's embarrassed. He doesn't want to be the den mother at his fucking high school or whatever. And but he and they're like, are you embarrassed of him? He's like, no, no, it's just that Dina might be there and she could call Bumblebee Nationals if your if your den mother isn't present when you're selling stuff, which is a lie that he makes up right there. But then it becomes true. It's true. <laughs> it's also weird. What's also weird, you make a good point about him being, like, embarrassed that he doesn't want to be seen. That's really never really addressed, that he feels like, I can't believe I have to do this girl stuff, or whatever. And I, Which is wild, because he then, minutes later, goes under the field in a skirt. That's true. And, all, like, and like, I will say, and I, maybe it's because the movie was made in 2010, like, this movie is, like, weirdly... Progressive. Not, weirdly progressive in the way that it's, like... It could have been so offensive with the jokes it made about him wearing a skirt. Wearing a skirt, being in the girls' country. Like, Titus could have, like, there's seen him with no the girl and been like, oh, you and the other girls there's getting no, together. There's like, no, shame for him around his gender with this, which I like. Which I was... Yeah, I thought it was And impressive. Matisse was the only for it. Yeah, the only time was kind of at the end where it's like, oh, a boy is ruining this whole thing, and that's the only time it's ever addressed that he's a boy, and it's kind of weird. So he lands on the conclusion that Mrs. Zamboni should be there, but he's like, but of course, she can't be there because I can't be this woman. And then Rachel says, oh no, but, but what, what if, if you is... can't, what if you can be there as Mrs. Zamboni? And so then we go up to, I guess, his room and we learn that Rachel is like a makeup tutorial artist where she like does her own witch makeup every Halloween and has like the nose prosthetics and things to put on your face to prosthetics. make Prosthetics. Prosthetics. Movie grade prosthetics. Movie grade prosthetics. And I was like, the seven year old And I was like, I would watch Rachel's makeup tutorials of turning herself into a witch for Halloween. insane. But that she but, has these. But because it's Rachel, I kind of loved it. But so they put like, you know, stuff on the, his nose or whatever. We don't see the finished product yet. We see them walking into the hockey game and they've got the same thing, like the trays strapped to their chest. And, but what's weird is they all say cupcakes when they, they're, they're selling muffins. That- 
all the trays say cupcakes. They all say cupcakes. They all say I cupcakes. had the same note. And, why? And they're misspelled a little bit. Like, the K's are backwards. And they're like, why did he do this? Like, we, like, what does he think we are, five? And then someone's like, oh, what are you girls raising money for? And then Emily goes, oh, we're trying to go to Jamboree. And she plays to be younger which to was, get the money, which, which is, is a decent, smart. decent funny thing. So they start selling them. Again, I, I really is like the biggest fail of the movie that the thing says cupcakes. Like it's, it's and no, that was never the discussion. It's good. It makes sense that it's misspelled, but it makes them look younger and cuter. But, but the cupcakes. not the wrong thing entirely. And so they start selling. No, they don't start selling. No, they start selling. Well, right, 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 they, they start selling and then Dina comes down and is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys can't be selling stuff without Mrs. Zamboni here. This is illegal. You're not going to Camp Reed. She jumps on that always immediately. It's like, you're not going to Camp Reed. This doesn't count. Whatever. Blech. And then she's like, especially when your dead mother is, and then you see someone come up behind her and go, right here. And, Alex the, and it's Alex. And we see, and it, he looks impossibly good. As, yeah, like, it's, it's wild. It's good. wild. Like, you didn't even try to make it look like a child, did it? Like, he. It's movie grade. It's movie grade. And, uh, he, she's like, yeah, like, okay, great, fine, whatever. And then they have a little huddle. And this is the moment that my heart just poured out for Tina even more than I already did. Because, like, look, guys, this is, it's, it's hit it or quit at time. Like, we gotta sell. We gotta sell. You all need to sell, like, 200 muffins or something like that. Which is impossible they made that many muffins, but whatever. And, like, you gotta walk up and down these aisles and be like, who muffins here? Who wants muffins? And he said, and that includes you, Tina. And she's like... Who's so quiet? She's like, but can't I just, like, refill everybody else's money? He's like, no, Tina. We need to do this. You gotta do it. You gotta find... Dig deep within yourself and find... I did not see this coming. You gotta find the muffin salesman I know you were born to be, Tina. And then she's like, okay, I could do it. And my heart just started crying because she's so adorable. I said, Elemental Bill, Tina. And then, but no, what happens is she fucking, did, are you going to do the impression of her? What, 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 what does she say? When she sells the muffins. She's like, muffins here, <laughs> get your muffins. Yeah. I got a walnut one for you. Hey, blue sweater. Hey, blue sweater. She does it. Yeah, she does it. Yeah, it's does. like she's in Hustlers. No, it's, it's, I, it, or she's like she's like a hot dog barker at a ball yeah. game. And it's amazing to she's watch. She's like, hey, cutie, I know you want cinnamon raisin. Like, she's the ghost. She like comes out of her shell. And, she's and I like, literally I wrote down, I literally wrote down, we must protect Tina at all costs. At all costs. Um, and also, an important thing to note, because it comes back later, and because I, I thought this maybe might have been a throwaway thing, but then I was like, no, there's no way. Is he asked Dina? He asked Dina what she's doing there. She's like, my husband has to go to all the games, and I was like, okay, her so husband's he, the ref. Yeah, pretty much. And so anyway, yeah, we do that amazing scene with Tina, and then Matisse is like, Tina, what are you doing? She's like, oh, we're selling muffins, and it's like, I was like, I don't know what's gotten into me, but I think I, I like, like it. it, and it's adorable and amazing. She's real cute. She's great. Here's fun, something fucking crazy that happens. Dad comes to this game. Why does the dad, dad come to the, to the game? One game? He's not playing it. Why does he come? Why would he? Be I had there? that same. He note. hasn't been to a game all season. Hasn't been this to a game, game all game season. He comes he's still suspended, and like he's like, you know what? I might as well pop in. Like you had time for the game one game. But your son was not playing it. Oh, my daughter's selling I, muffins down there. God, I, down down there, I, I guess. was infuriated by this. I was infuriated. I by don't. This. I I am generally on the dad side in most of this movie. This is the one thing where I was like, what the hell? But so they're they're selling the muffins. Alex is like half heartedly trying to sell muffins in his woman disguise, watching and watching the game. But they're they start they're, they're losing. losing. They're losing really really bad. And um, he goes right up to the box. Uh, where the team's lined up, and he's like, uh, the coach is like, I can't believe we're losing. Like, you guys gotta blah, blah, blah. And then Alex, as, uh, I'm just gonna, I, I, Zamboni missed out fire either or, is just like, why don't you, why don't you put 
Alex Pearson in, and he's like, "Yeah, thanks, lady. I would if I could. If he was right, if he's here right now, I'd end the suspension and put him right in." And this absolute moron, in every oh. sense of the word, like it's stupid on so many levels that like he just rips his wig off. And is like, okay, done. And then goes right out there. He, he steals he's, someone's it, skates. It, but, but he's in the skirt still. He's in the full outfit. He doesn't take any of it I off. I was like, we're so close to the end of this movie. How has he still not changed? And here's the thing that pisses me off. There's like a minute left and they need one goal to win. And then he, we just see him grab some hockey skates. Those things take like 20 minutes to get on, right? You have to lace them up. Oh, yeah. So I, like there's no possible way he could have done that in time. He slips them on like a flippity flop. Yeah. And he just goes out there in his full dress and everything. And immediately scores a goal. And immediately scores a goal because everyone is so distracted by the fact he's wearing a dress. Would you be allowed on the... No, that's the other thing. That should get you suspended for coming out not wearing pads, not wearing a helmet. I mean, I think he does wear a helmet. Not wearing any... I think he pads on over it. I don't remember the seeing pads. I think it's just the dress. And like, I'm just like that. You should be suspended, suspended on the spot. Like, like, and also I feel like you can't end someone's suspension in the middle of a game. No, you can't. It's purely insane. And so obviously everyone at the game sees Alex on his get up and is like, Oh, he's Mrs. Zamboni. There's no den mother. I win Dina baby. And like, he basically screws over all those little girls. Yes. He wanted to be big man, score goal. Mm-hmm. And then goose of course comes up to him and he's like, well, goose is sad. And he's like, Goose, what are you so sad about? We won. And he goes, No, Alex. You won. You won. And I was like, No, you were gonna lose. You were gonna lose, Goose. What do you want from him? Like, I got the thing in the beginning when he didn't care that his team was losing. Yeah, but the team did win this time. Yeah, and like, it's not like he was like, I need to come in and look good. It's like we're gonna lose, and he was visibly like, Come on, run some defense or something like that. I don't understand what Goose wants out of Alex at this point. It, it makes no sense. Makes no, 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 no sense. Then it cuts to his house. Well, I think there's maybe another scene where we just get the fallout. But, like, everything's screwed. Yet again, everyone is unhappy with, with him. With him, hates him. Hates him. And he is like, Emily won't talk to him. He tries to, like, watch the show with her or whatever. Not the point. And this, then we get to genuinely what I think is the best scene in the movie. If there's one good scene in the movie, it's this scene between him and the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to the dad and is like, look... I know I screwed up. I want to apologize. I tried to apologize to Emily, but she won't talk to me. I need you to, like, talk to her for me. Let her know that I'm sorry or whatever. And, like, you know, punish me and give me chores or whatever. And he's like, I'm not going to do any of that. And he's like, what? And he's like, if I give you a punishment, then you're going to feel like you've made up for your screw up. Yeah. But if you just let you sit on it, you have to deal with it yourself. And that was a very adult thing. But it's also weird that the dad was so down with him lying. Like, oh, totally fine like, with it. Like, how dare you reveal that you were dressed as a woman and screw you over your sister. You should definitely keep lying yeah. to this national thing that your sister does. It's just weird. Like, if it was anything else, it would be great. But, like, the fact that he was just like, oh, yes, of course you were dressed as a woman to pretend to be the den mother. Naturally. And you should have been doing it the whole time, idiot. Yes. Like, good scene between the two. They're both, their acting is both complimentary in this. And then, so then he's sitting out in the driveway, uh, practice shooting on the garage like he does. And then the Pomeranian walks up of its own volition. If anything is a spirit guide, it might be this Pomeranian, actually. Yeah. And so he goes and takes it to Miss Jacklets and is like, oh, hey, Miss Zamboni. And he's like, what? And she's like, it's a small town, idiot. Like, yeah, yeah. I know what happened. She's like, why don't you come in? And he sees, okay, I like this woman, but she literally has framed. Of her badges and sashes. Yeah, sashes well, with I've heard her daughters and her granddaughters. It's a, a little bumblebee weird. Set. It's a little weird. And but I knew this woman was going to play a role. And I was like, great, she's a dead mother. Problem yes. fucking solved. And so she's like, 
Your and his mom was in her troop. His dead mom. That's the reveal. That's the Home Alone guy reveal when you realize that like that guy has a family and like he yeah he's your son and he's daughter. on the outs with his and, yeah yeah his son. The, the the reveal here is that Alex's dead mom was in the Jacklitz's da- daughter's troop and she was she was the dead mother of right him, yes so Jacklitz was his mother's dead mother oh, yeah it's her it's his grand dead mother also we've gotten we haven't you said it up top but multiple times he's he's used the phrase I'm not your dead mother I'm your dead brother. Multiple, multiple times. times. Um, and so you guys didn't know that's the name. And so she basically is like, "You're a freaking idiot." Responsibility, all that stuff. She recites the code back. Recites and the like, code. You don't know what to be responsible, bitch. And then he's, and then again, he's not not responsible. He's selfish. He's ridiculous. And then again, I, I actually, this is an incredible thread line we discovered in this movie. The conversation shifts like they were having an entirely different conversation the entire time, where they're talking about like the mother being responsible, and then all of a sudden she just goes. There needs some work to be done around here. The floors need waxing and all that stuff. And he's like, yes, I'll do it if you'll be the den mother and all that stuff. And yeah, I was like, it sounds and like you were like, having a different conversation. And I was like, you would, she wasn't offering to be the den mother. She like, was, you weren't, you you were weren't were asking her. It's what you were saying before. It's like they're psychic. Yeah, they're, yeah. Like you guys were communicating with only a look before. And like we are just being clued into the end of the conversation. It's ridiculous. But so he says he'll do whatever work on the house she wants if she's the den mother. And she's like, you got it done, Mother. Cool. Then they go back to, it's another meeting at the school. I don't know why they can still have meetings at the intro- We can just keep fucking, let's just go through this. Yeah, yeah. He introduces Mrs. Cause it doesn't matter. Doesn't. It uh, introduces Mrs. Jacklitz as the new den mother. And she's like decked out. She's got like the- She's like a lieutenant. She's got like, she's got like the cane too. Like she she's like, like There's these golden bee badges that the moms get that like Dina if you has sold, two of. sell so many like, boxes This woman is decked in golden She's bees. like covered in it. It's wild. She's the queen. She's bee. like, I was also expecting almost like a um, a Doc Hudson moment from Cars where he shows up as the Pidgey and I was be like, oh, it's Mrs. Jacklet's like the greatest den mother that's ever been alive or something like that. But no, she's just... But they're like, he's like, I'm really sorry, you guys. This is your new den mother. And they're like, okay, fuck you, but great. Thank you for finding me a, a real den mother. She recites the code back to them about mm-hmm. fidelity and loyalty. And then she's like, also forgiveness. You guys should forgive Alex. End of scene. Also, they say they're mad at him for lying. Like, you knew he lied about the patches. You're mad because he did something he selfish. He blew the lie. He blew, he blew your lie. Yeah, the same. You way. two were on the same page with the lie. Like she's and Miss Jacklets calls them on that. They're yeah. like, you said it on him for lying, but like you weren't on it. Stupid. Um, and then it's hockey game time because we're in the playoffs or finals I, I, or something. I, I walked into the kitchen during this game. I don't even know what happened. Basically, Alex shows up and is like, "Hey, coach." Well, no, the suspension was under. He's like, "I want to say something to the team." He's like, "Look, guys, I want to apologize. I've been." You know, self-centered, showboating, all that jazz. And then he takes his C, which means captain. Puts it on Goose. And puts it on Goose. I guess what, Goose? You're the captain. He says you're the heart and soul of this team now. I don't know how, what what he's basing that on. And then Goose just, like, laughs and then immediately rips it back off. This would be sewn onto your uniform. That's, I had that same exact note. And he says, no, Alex, I don't want to be captain. I I wanted you to be a good captain and puts it back on him. And then he's just like, well, cool. I'm still captain. Let's do this. And then the coach is like, okay, Alex is back. So you know that what that means? Number one strategy, get the puck to Alex. And he's like, no, no, coach. We're running Goose's pressure offense. Don't know what that means or anything. It just means that Alex gets the shit kicked out. It basically just means, well, like, I think what they're implying, I don't get what the pressure thing is. No, I don't. Because, like, basically, I don't see the pressure being applied. Because what the real strategy is, is to him not to have the puck ever. So everyone's focusing on him and then, like, giving it to other people, which would have been great if they had established that, like, he didn't like passing to people or something or had been like, coach, I've got an idea. 
and then like using that as a decoy. Well, no, thing. but they did establish that. They he never he always has the puck. So well, he, always, he, there's a difference between always having the puck and not passing. Like there, he the, takes the puck away from his own right, teammate. but the, the announcer's like oh, Pearson passed the puck and is like freaked out. They show that in the first game. Like, Fine, whatever, wrong. whatever. So they do this. Uh, and they score immediately, and so it's zero yeah. one. And then we do a jump, and it's three three in a second. There's not even like a time wave no transition. Idea. Crazy. So then, like they, he and Goose, he passes the puck to Goose. Goose shoots the winning goal. Cool, cool, cool. Everyone's partying, celebrating. The ref comes over and immediately offers Goose a spot on the All Star team, and he's like, "I'm sorry, man. It should have been you." And he's like, "Nah, no, you deserve it." And this. Like, I'll get into it later, because something else is going to happen. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. that's but, what I'm waiting for. Yeah. But so then the bees show up and are like, look. Alex, Alex, he's our man. If he yeah, can't do it, chanting. no one can. And then they're like, look. Uh, he's like, where's Miss Jacklitz? And they say, look, Miss Jacklitz is a really nice lady, but we want our den mother back. But you still need to have an official den mother. You need an official den mother. But, Wait, that's what this whole movie's been riding on. Yeah, like, I, it's predicated on the thing that he cannot be the official den mother. He could have been their junior helper. Yeah. Still, like, established but being... here's the thing, that turns out to be wrong. Because then... They go to Camp Ree. Because then they go to Camp Ree. So then they go to Camp Which Ree. is inside. Yeah, Camp Ree. So here's the thing, they've been building up to Camp Ree the whole time. They goddamn. built a fire. I was, and they mentioned that Camp Ree's like a competition. So I was expecting, I was expecting that Camp Ree was going to be the big end piece of this movie was big them camps. them showing all the other troops how, how they winning. do it how Troop 57 individuality. does it individuality like they were going to be like vampire girl do your thing and like and I thought that Miss Jacklets could be like the patches of hula hand yeah, no, like no, the no. grizzled old veteran well, who makes whips them into shape oh no not even that she just could be like oh yes I am the den mother but I'm afraid my junior helper is going to be running everything like, she could be the name on paper but make them like good it, I just wrote a better movie <laughs> I just wrote a better movie <laughs> but that's not the point because they show up at the registration for Campari and they walk in which is in a rec center which is a, it's, it's, a, it's it's literally like it's miserable it's right? it's insane and they just have set up tents they ran out of money it looks like from, a fish fry they couldn't get the campground that's and a they, Catholic reference, but it looks like a fucking dish fry. <laughs> it's insane. And so he's like, hi, Troop 57 would like to check in. And she's like, okay, let me get your sheet. And then Dina appears from the ether and sits in his cha- the chair. And is like, I'm sorry, Troop 57 doesn't exist anymore. because you, no den mother. you don't have a den mother, which means no troop. And then they reveal... It also came when they made Miss Jacklets get all dressed up for nothing. Well, I, pff, don't get me started on this. I, I cannot spend more brain power thinking about the ending of this she movie. She made herself look so she legit. Le- she looked legit as hell. But so then, like, they all hand her this piece of paper and, like... Say like this is signed by our parents. According to Rule Fifty Seven, Section B, Liar uh, A, it you, he can be our dead mother if we have written permission from all parental parents or guardians. Why didn't you do this from the beginning? <laughs> Why didn't you read the handbook? Like they the all the parents all knew that it's he was so the one lazy. running the meeting. It's so late. It's the biggest Deus Ex Machina. Like if you knew that that, that could work, I genuinely thought it was gonna be like a thing where it's like he can't be the den mother because he's a boy and like bylaws say it has to be a woman and then like Jacklet's gonna be like guess what I'm actually the senior representative of this troop and I say boys can be den mothers because gender That's is a better a, it's still a as machina but it's better right because gender is a con- social construct um, and that's what I was expecting, but no, they, this is fine, but then she sticks this on them, and is like, hey, guess what, if you're gonna be the den mother at Camp Ree, you need to be in full dress uniform. And I thought that he was gonna say that's biased against gender, that's no, gender I, bias. No, I thought he was gonna rip off his, like, clothes and be like, guess what, I'm already there, but then Matisse is like, 
Alec, come here, I got Let you. Let me get you naked. <laughs> what goes on in that changing TP? And so then they do the same thing. They like, I thought this was cute that they give him like a little intro, like they wave pom poms and are like getting ready to come out of TP. Like and I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. And he comes out wearing the beret and thing and the skirt. And I was he's like, in a full skirt. He's, he's in a full, full woman's outfit. And honestly, this was the cutest I thought he looked on movie. But it's, I don't know what that had to do with his hairline. But it's insane that you can't legally can't wear pants in this organization. Like, why is that not an option? He was. I was attracted to him in the hat. Okay, that's... But I'm just saying, like, he was not attractive the rest of the movie. Are you also like Matisse, where you're weirdly horny for good scout But no, I didn't think that Beret really did something for his face shape. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But so then while we're doing this, we see a pan of the crowd. Jacklet still had to show up, apparently. Ingrid is there for some reason. Why? The dad's there. It's everyone's laughing and clapping and having great. They're all chanting Alex, despite the fact that no one should know who this man is. And then Dean is, of course, freaking out. And we see the ref come up in, like... He's wearing a bumblebee thing. Like, it's like a striped thing with a bumblebee logo. I was like, why can't Alex wear that? Why do they have to wear the thing? Like, why is... And what's weird, this is what I'm saying, is it would be just like, uh... Like, this could be... This is nothing, the fact it's that, he's, nothing. that he's wearing this clothing. And they're treating it like this is his grand he's trial. He's finally done it. He's finally he's, changed. And by that, change clothes and put on a skirt. That's and, all. And, like, or what they could have done is be, like, not be embarrassed. Like, if that was his thing. But he's never been shown to really be embarrassed about the bumblebee thing. And so she's like, oh, a boy is ruining it. Go sort it out. And the coach is like, yeah, I will. And he says, it goes up to him. And he's like, at Pearson, right? He's like, doing this for your girls shows a lot of leadership. We're looking exactly for that on the all-star team. A spot just opened up. Are you on it? And he's like, yes, of course, but only... If it doesn't conflict with meetings. With the Bumblebee meetings. And I was like, why... Why? And then he picks up his sister, and then Matisse kisses him while he's holding his sister. It's so awkward. And it's so fast. It's so, it's literally, she's just like, I just need to kiss you real quick, and then boom. And it's like, like, He like pulls her over him away from his sister who's in his arms. It's the most awkward kiss, triumphant kiss on the cheek I've ever seen. Why would the reason he makes the all-star team, not that, not, not that he learned how to play on his part of the team. Like, why didn't the coach come up at the end of the hockey game and be like, Because he offered it to Goose, because Goose stored the goal. I know, but like, he saw, he's like, Pearson, I know you've been talented, you are the best player on this team, but you did didn't know what it meant to be on a team. And now you now know. Now you know, because I saw the way you played because out there. Because this movie is bad. <laughs> but and I didn't then, enjoy myself. But, and that's the end of the movie, I guess. I don't feel like anything that's They happened. show outtakes during the credits, and they're so bad. The outtakes you are know, like, so stupid. You know, like, when they sort of force outtakes, where it's like, it's just the girls It's just like people cute. dropping yeah, stuff yeah, or whatever, it's, right? it's not even anyone laughing with It's each other. dumb. I hated it. This movie's over, and I feel like nothing was accomplished. We're done. I feel like he's still an asshole. Yeah, you I, never change. He's a yeah, dude. uh... We don't have a tagline, but what would you rate this movie? I would rate this like a 4.5. I was going to give it like a 3, honestly. It's Maybe I'll give it a 4. It's, four a, a, it's a below average movie for sure, but not like... Not bad. Not actively terrible. Yeah, not yeah. like like you'll hate watching it. It's not dad level of bad. No, it's not dad level of bad, but it's below average. This is it's a, just... This dumb. is a skip, everybody. This is a hard skip. choices that aren't really that interesting. It's, it's exactly, like I said, it's exactly like how you see it. Except where that movie was bonkers in an entertaining way. This is bonkers in like a, come on, just yeah. let it end way. But it has some bright spots. The girls are great. No, I will never say a bad thing about any of the girls. Yeah. But yeah, we don't really have a tagline this month. You Anything you want to throw out? No, just... My tagline? Be yourself. When will there be more B puns? That's My all B I pun wanted. My B pun was better than yours. That's what I wanted. Um, But no, that's it. Yeah, I guess so. Emma... Where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and on Instagram. 
You can find me online uh, on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Tyler. I will update it. Sorry, I've been super busy. That'll be updated soon. But thank you so much for supporting me on there if you are already. But you can find us online uh, uh, at Comedy Podcast on Twitter. Give us a follow. Become a loyal D-Comrade. Tweet and- at us. Let us know what you like, what you don't. Send um, us an email podcast at gmail.com. But rate and review us on iTunes. Google Play Music, whatever you're the Spotify. Can you rate things on Spotify? If you're listening know. to us through a con shell, rate us there. But give us five stars if you like what we're doing because it makes me happy. Yes, because Emma needs applause to survive. I just need something um, to keep also, you And also, uh, be sure to check out all the other great podcasts on Entropy. They're all good, and I promise you'll find one you like. Emma, normally I would ask you what we're watching next month. But we already know. But we already know because next month is October. And I have some terrible news for you. We have to go back. We have to return. We have to go back. Return to it's Halloween a sick, Town. That's a sick Lost reference for everybody. I shut up. <laughs> yes, we have to watch Return to Halloween Town, which is the black oh. sheep of the Halloween Town series. You know what pisses me off about this movie? Kimberly J. Brown's not in it. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> no fucking shit. But uh, you will get into this next month. But I hate this movie because justice for Kimberly. That's a hashtag we're starting to the lead up. <laughs> justice for Kim because they replaced her with motherfucking Sarah Paxton. Get Halloween Town 5 greenlit starring Kimberly Bring J. Bring her Brown. back. Fucking thing about this movie. Can- like, oh, remember, the plot is fucking good. And it sucks because there's no Kimberly. I do remember the plot the being plot's kind of really good. I do remember good. the plot being kind of good. I actually like this movie. I remember the plot being kind of good. But here's what... Justice for Kimberly. Get Halloween Town 5 greenlit. And here's the thing... And if you remember Halloween Town 2, Cal is apparently still alive, and they're dating now. I want a team-up movie where Cal and Marnie have to team up and fight some big evil force in Halloween Town. Pick this up, Disney. Pick this, pick this up. Know, I will write it on you. spec, I promise We'll you. both write it. We'll write we'll it. We'll co-write it. I, should we just write fan fiction for our listeners at this point? Yeah, that's the audience of three people yeah. reading our Halloween Town fanfic. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next month with Return to Halloween Town. Yes, Thank you so much. Especially thank you for hanging in with our weird release schedule and what all. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. DCOMs forever. You just have to study the handbook on your own at home until Bumblebee headquarters can assign you to your new troops. Whoa. What's up, Mrs. Um? They're shutting us down. Troop 57 is crashing down all around us. Even as we speak. Izzy's dad was lucky enough to get a new job in Chicago, and we're leaving right away. I've talked to all the other moms, and they can't do it. No one seems to be able to take over. Guys, I can't believe we've been together forever. But you are still bumblebees. You're just going to be split up and slipped into existing troops. Doesn't that sound great? But me and Abigail and Ursula and Tina, we formed a troop because we're all best friends. What about me? And Rachel is sort of our friend, too. Excuse me. All right, enough of the shrieking. Girls, don't freak out. One of your mothers is going to volunteer eventually. My mom's a long-haul trucker. She's away a lot. I have four brothers with self-control problems. I I didn't say it was going to be easy. I just said it can be done. But, well, you're probably going to have to guilt them into it. So let's see your sad faces. That seemed a little forced. Oh, no, no, wait, wait, everyone copy Rachel. I wasn't doing it.